nothing much, brother. Just you working today? Here. No, no, Sundays I usually try to take them off. Oh, that's right, Sunday. <clears throat> yeah, we try to make it a little bit more money, but I need to rest too. Yeah. One day off, at least, do some shit, you know, groceries, right. I do some groceries, <clears throat> stuff like that. Whatever. That's cool. Yeah, I also spend the morning try looking up for a, a present from Marco. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> yeah, we got him a bass. We want to play bass now. That's great. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I got him one of those cheap-ass basses. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's kind of like a precision bass, you know, but it's like some brand I've never heard of. Cheap uh-huh. bass. But... I look at the reviews that, you know, seems like pretty good for somebody to start in bass, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, it's, and I find like a package, it's like the bass and a little shitty amp, uh-huh. the strap and uh, cable and a gig bag for 120 Not bad. Wow, that's great. You know, yeah. So it's, 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 it's for both kids because they also want, also want to play bass too. You know how it is. Huh. Yeah. So it's better so that way they can turn, you know, take turns if they really want to play. You know. Yeah. If one wants to outdo the other one, that way it makes them practice. Yeah. yeah. I really you want know, to they... get him like a different brand. Huh? Go ahead. So I was reading about these these guitarists. Have you heard of the Assad duo? These two uh, classical guitarists. I think uh, they're from Brazil. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. They're really good. They're really really good. They're brothers. They've been playing since they were little kids. But the older brother is like, he's like, because my brother was younger, he's he could do stuff that I could never do on the guitar, like. No matter what, how hard I practice, he's always better than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the younger you start, the better you are. Exactly. So, I, they both have good ear for bass. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have a video somewhere. One time, I went to guitar center with them, and <clears throat> actually, the youngest one, and that was like two or three years ago, and he wanted to play like another one by the dust or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I taught him how to play right there in Guitar Center. Like and he picked it up real fast. Like yeah, yeah, by ear. So <clears throat> they both have good talent for that. You know, they both play piano and sing. And... So oh, we're just okay. trying thing, but you know, we try to get like something cheap because you know. Uh, I wanted to get him like a a different brand, like a Squire. You know, Squire basses, uh, guitars yeah. and basses, whatever. It's like Fender. Yeah. Those are better quality, but it's. You know, it's like at least 300 bucks. Yeah, you don't need to do that when they start. It's exactly, 300 bucks and just with the bass. So this one seems pretty good. You can, this one seems like a, you know, you can gig with it. You know, if we have an emergency, you just grab that bass. You know, if I get an emergency, I just grab a bass from him and just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully it's good set up and everything. We'll make them happy. Well, at least I got that shit done. That's cool. Yeah. So what's up with you? How's everything? Not much, man. Just been uh, 
playing a lot of music and recording and yeah i took four days off well i took two days off from work so i had a four-day weekend that's cool man i already figured out how to record bass and that thing oh you figured uh, it out yeah how to record it just record it but yeah still have to figure out so much shit about like amps and Uh, that's cool <clears throat> you know like the amps and eqs and shit like that but at least i know how to record it now well that's really all that matters you know <clears throat> depends on how far you want to go but i mean for no, me i want to be able to create like a you know like i, I want to be able to create music and then at least as a demo or you know what i mean yeah of, uh, I don't know what's the right word for it, maquette, something. I don't know, like something that I can send, for example, to somebody. Hey, okay, I want you to learn this, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, uh, you know, learn this, or if I want to record in, a, in the future something, a song that I created or whatever, I can send to people say, okay, this is what it is, you know. Or also make a living too, like, you know, like we were talking earlier, like. Yeah, I mean, if you can get a good... If you can get a good signal, that's really all you need, in my opinion. <laughs> get a good yeah. good track laid down, just just basic bass, pure bass track. You know, yeah. you can you can make a living um, recording bass for people, and it's up to them to put the EQ on it and do all that stuff and compression and you know, because that stuff yeah. should be done last anyway, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, right. And people do it different, but what I find, like what I've been given, given the guy who mixes our stuff, it just I I don't put anything on your bass. I just we just go straight in and yeah, drums just straight in, vocals just straight in, and just give them that. And then sometimes I'll put something on the guitar, but I always give him the virgin track as well, so that he can maybe he has a better way to achieve the same sound. So I just give him a sample. I said, this is a sample. And if you think you can get a better, you know, get the same effect with, with a, you know, better plug-in or something or better settings. Cause I, yeah. I just don't trust my ear for mixing. I tried to do it for years and I just, I'd rather let someone else do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least I still have a long way to go, but, At least I tried that this week, and it worked. Uh, but I okay. still have to learn. I think the next, you know, like you know, shit happened. Like for example, by mistake, you you know that that the thing in the mouse when you touch mm -hmm. it and you use it to like move the thing around or whatever. And what mm -hmm. one time like touch it by accident, and it kind of like disappear, and it looks it doesn't look like like the beginning of the song. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like yeah. when I start recording, it's the beginning. So it looks like it's yeah. a way more space to the left of that or some, you know, they kind of like, what the fuck? Well, the you most know, important so to, thing to, to be able to, to, I mean, it's really simple, but the most important yeah. thing is if you mess it up like that, just do undo, click undo, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then oh. it'll go back. And you can undo. I don't know how many times you can undo, but you could probably undo a few times. So if you make a few moves, 
can yeah, undo yeah. like four times and get it back to where it was, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. No, but I'm talking about something else. Maybe I'm not able to explain it to you right now. I have to show some of you. Right? Okay. But anyways, it's not a big deal. It's just like, I know I get used yeah. to it. You know, I, I'm going to find out sooner or later. <clears throat> and the right. other thing is just try to be able to <clears throat> to bring all these uh, plugins for instruments, keyboards, and drums, and stuff like that. Right, right. And be able to bring it in and be able to know how to, like, okay, now I'm going to do a track with this sound. With the MIDI thing, that's another thing I need to get me a MIDI controller, mm-hmm. and at least messing around like that, you know, little by little, and try to figure it out. Because I'm able, I want to be able to create like a music, like just songs, tracks, yeah. you know, like for sure, rhythm, yeah, yeah, keyboards, yeah. horns, whatever I want to put, violin, I don't care, whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> to be able to do stuff like that. But it's probably the same way, but. It's a, I think that part is a little more complicated, just in the part of uh, bringing in those sounds into uh-huh. the software and being able to use them, you know, how to use them, how to, you know, tweak it and whatever. But it's going to take yeah. a while, I guess. But Do I you have I'm a controller to... for the keyboard? Do you have a keyboard? No, no. I'm going to have to get me one. I was looking at Because I bought a little controller. It's a small keyboard. Um, you can... Yeah go to different octaves with the octave button up or down um yeah. but it was only a hundred dollars yeah that's something like that that i'm looking for like something small whatever yeah because i don't need a full keyboard because <laughs> i'm only <laughs> doing like small little parts you know yeah i end. i might end it up like maybe I don't know, maybe i can use my kids my kids have a keyboard too like that's what Layla was saying like we ended up gonna have a fucking band in the house you know right you already have piano saxophone trumpet <clears throat> i'm gonna wow. have bass now yeah <clears throat> uh, all, all you need to do is just buy some drums <laughs> <laughs> right and that's cool they have a garage they can you know i'm pretty sure they can fix that garage or whatever oh that's cool uh, marco has a friend that plays drums uh-huh so they might be able to have a band in the future. I don't know. Let's see how where he goes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Three bass players. We, you you guys could be the tr- bass trio. That's what I was telling. Like too many bass players here. But I don't know why they want <laughs> How many bass players does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can always play drums. Yeah, yeah that's true. And I was talking to Leila, like the, the youngest one, Sergio. He uh, <clears throat> he's very talented too, like in a sense of he's always singing by himself. Uh-huh. I think he has very very tuning when he sings than the young, oldest one. Yeah, uh, he likes to dance. I th- I see him more like a front man sometimes. You know, he's more like a front man. Uh-huh. He likes to wear a hat, and you know, he right, like, he likes to dress right. up and wear hats. And so I can see him with a microphone. Yeah, you know, he likes to dance. He likes to dance and shit. Like last Thanksgiving, he just grabbed a hat and started dancing like James Brown and shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just came out by like <clears throat> I saw him with a hat. And I was like, "What are you doing with this hat? What are you gonna do?" He said, "No, I'm gonna dance right now." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so, so I play some James Brown and he started dancing and for the people. Wow. You know, he's dancing for the people. So huh. I was like, "Okay, who knows? Let's see." Yeah. Uh, so. 
They have the curse, man. The curse. I call it the curse. I know. It is the curse. <laughs> Even in politics. They are like interning in politics and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. But uh, anyways. The other day, I I, uh, I text the mother. You know, about, you know, saying like, hey, this, it looks like this shit's going to get crazy. Or whatever. And she's like, Ah, don't be so dramatic. This is not Gotham. <laughs> this is not Gotham City. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't go deep in the, the politics. Right. Well, she has no idea. Well, whatever. Maybe it'll happen so slow, no one will fucking notice it, you know? Yeah. No. Nah. I mean, I was—I remember being so terrified when Bush was in power, and you know, my life is no different now than it was then. <laughs> a lot of shit went down, but I don't know; it hasn't touched me yet. But you know, there's a lot more homeless people that touch some people. Yeah, and there's a lot more dead, uh, dead um, Middle Eastern people in Middle Eastern countries touch them. Yeah, that's the and dead soldiers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's touching some you people. Exactly. You you don't you don't know what's happening until you experience it. You know. Right. <clears throat> That's what I I was telling this guy on Facebook. It's like, it's fucking defending Pelosi and shit. You know. Right. Well, blah, 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 you don't know. You know, like I just have asked uh, responses and blah blah blah. I'm like, dude. <laughs> you know, you, you know, I can tell by his. I went to his uh, thing, and I can tell he lives like in fucking in Florida, but in uh, you know, it's not in Miami, he's not in Hialeah, he's like in West Palm Beach, some shit. You know what I mean? It's a whole different yeah. situation over there. You know, right? Now he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, fuck, you're fucking blue jigger, dude. Shut the fuck up. You know, because it's what it is. It's like, <clears throat> it's like, dude, 500 is not better than 1,000. You know what I mean? Forget about, forget about the technicality, okay? Mm-hmm. Forget about the technicality, you know? It was more money then, and now it's less money. You know? Yeah. Oh, the Pelosi thing. The, yeah, yeah, the Pelosi thing. What's the <laughs> argument? What's the argument? What, what are you going to say? What people are telling Pelosi is like, when it was 1,200, you say no because of political reasons, because you didn't want Trump to have that win Yeah. before the election. Well, she said yeah. that, but I think she probably just didn't want it to be as much as it was, <laughs> you know, also. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? No, this is just going yeah. on the surface. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going on the surface, but uh, it's like uh, these people. I can't believe these people. Like fucking, dude, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and your other friend, I saw his comment about the election stuff. It's like, um, I don't know, man. He seemed very concerned that people were, you know, believing things about the election not being legit. I, man, there's so I keep seeing so many different things about it, like. 
Yeah, me too. Me too. I've been seeing I, it, but I the think, things like, you know. I think that Trump is, is full of shit, you know. I don't think he's really trying. That's what Whitney Webb said, too. Like, he's not really trying. He's putting on a show like he's trying, but he's not really talking about all the things that were done. And so he's not really giving it his best shot because he's probably playing along with the with the show. Like, it's all just a big show. And um, exactly. a big distraction and... um he's going to do his Trump TV thing and probably run again, knowing that it will not be a fair election. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is, it is insane. It is insane. It's insane that if they have real proof, like for example, normally we think you have the proof, you just, you don't have to go to CNN or MSNBC or anywhere. You just, call for a press conference and just show up with all the material. And that's it. And so this is it. Check this out. Bam, right. bam, 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 bam. That's it. You don't need yeah. to go anywhere. I'm but a lot sure of the if stuff, said, yeah, the, yeah, but I don't think he's really trying to do that because like a lot of the stuff he says is bullshit too, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, he's not helping the cause of election integrity by, by, you know, not giving a half-ass report on what's happening. I saw a really good like breakdown of it. Some guy just put, I tweeted it, but it was it wasn't really on a website. It was like from an email, from a call. I guess it was from a call that it, that some election yeah. integrity people were on, and this guy was saying like, "There's no way that you can ever really know unless you redid the whole fucking election and counted it all by hand." So. It's like there's all these anomalies, there's all this stuff that you can prove is weird, but you can't prove that it that it actually made the election different, you know, unless you just count everything again. But there's so many different things. And one of the techniques that Bev Harris was talking about on her Twitter was that and she's a nonpartisan person who I don't even think is really involved at all. She just is commenting because people are asking her questions. Um, she said one of the techniques is to break it up into small little things like that. There's no way that you can cover the whole gamut of the election because it's little compart it's compartmentalized in different areas and different techniques and different, you know, it's like, so you you can, Maybe you can talk, come up with a, a uh, an explanation for one of them or two of them, but there's so many of them that there's just no way you can, you know, no way one person could could cover it all, you know. Yeah. And it makes it easier to hide and easy to explain away. And the guy and the guy that I was talking about just a second ago, he said like, just because you can explain something away, and and make it seem like you have a reasonable explanation for something doesn't mean you proved anything. And people are, you know, they're saying things have been debunked, but they haven't been debunked. They've just, they just come up with an explanation like, Oh, this is why there's more votes in Florida than voters because of this. You know, they have a, they just come up with something and they already have, what he said is they probably already have these explanations already figured out before the election, you know? Yeah. So they already know what they're going to say, and they already know the the media is going to go along with it, and they'll just say it's been debunked. And he said it's like it's like 
wearing a disguise and committing a crime and the, and the, the way they explain it away is, well, look, look at the video. It's not him. You know, well, you were wearing a disguise, but they don't even go into that. They just say, look, we've debunked it. Look, it's not him in the video, yeah, yeah. but you had a fake mustache on. You know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah, that's yeah, the kind yeah. of, that's the level of debunking that they're doing. Like Clark, Clark Kent. Right, exactly. <laughs> I just wear glasses. That's it. It's not him. Yeah. It's weird, man. I mean, I was thinking about this third party thing. If they don't solve this, if they don't have election integrity, there's no point in having a third party. Yeah. I mean, unless they yeah. can just like win by by such a huge margin, just destroy, and then to where there would be a fucking revolution where it was so obvious, you know. But I don't know. Man. At least, at least we finally came up with the conclusion that we have to stay away from the Democratic Party. I know, that's, a, that that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Because there is no way, dude. Like, there's no way. We, we, have, we have to come, we have to get away from those people. Yeah. From that party. For sure. And, and I guess Jimmy's strategy for that, when he talks about it, is that if they can just get like 12% of the vote, they can change the Democratic Party. I would argue that the Democratic Party will still say fuck you and, and just rig the election. <laughs> but Or the Republicans will, you know, they'll just, they'll just give it, you know, they'll put a, an establishment friendly Republican in and they'll just cheat for them, you know. Yeah. Or be okay with the fact that it's split, you know, they'll be okay with the fact that it's split because the Republicans will um, do the same thing the Democrats are going to do anyway. I don't know. It's just so... It's hard to be positive about any of it. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, on the other hand, I'm seeing a lot of people, like, really speaking out. You know what's yeah. funny? Even even the people that I saw and sometimes came to my, po you know, my post. Uh -huh. Now they're posting stuff that Bernie Sanders said, or you know what I mean, and yeah, or or finally realizing, you know. But I don't go and tell them. But that, but that's what I told you. That's what I told you. you know? Right. Now right. they're talking about you know like like posting stuff like oh now we're gonna have a lot of females, but they're gonna be bombing bombing brown people in Africa and shit like that, you know, but it's going to be females, uh -huh. you know, what a historic moment, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like stuff like yeah. that. So, but, and I'm like, that's what we were talking about. That's right. what, that's what I was talking about when you came to my post and gave me shit about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we yeah. needed to get rid of Trump and that's what I'm telling you. Trump is not even out and you're already seeing what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. From now on, you know. So, but you know what um, I think it's funny after after the Iraq war, uh it you know, it became public knowledge that there were no weapons of mass destruction and that the whole thing was built on a lie. Yeah. And people would still say, well, I still think it's good that we got Saddam out, you know. So I think they're yeah. still going to end up saying, well, yeah, it's bad, but at least we got Trump. It's still good that we got Trump. You know, I mean, it's 
I think that's why they left. Uh, I think I heard that the, they passed the, the cannabis, yeah. the, the marijuana, the marijuana sure. thing. They made it yeah. federal. Yeah. I think that's so why. On the house, I, right? I, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if it's official or not yet. I'm, I don't have that clear. I think it has to go uh, through the Senate, right? Yeah, maybe, right? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. But if, but if they do, <laughs> I'm so bad if they do, stuff. yeah, me too. But if they do, I'm thinking they probably say, okay, let's 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 let them have this, yeah, to shut them up for a while, and at yep. the same time, they also been waiting for that to happen so they can make money. Yeah, you know the, what I mean? the cannabis thing is this year's gay marriage. Uh, or, exactly. or healthcare, you know, uh, Affordable Care Act. It's like, it's something they can do that, you know, they can throw us a bone. But I don't know. Like, will it pass the Senate? I don't know. I mean, maybe they know it won't. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, so this week is being a little, a little, a little busy with all the shit with Obama and Mira attending. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, crazy, man. Right? You know, they, I've seen a lot of activity. Did you hear them talking about the position they gave her, or if she's? I guess she has to be confirmed, but which I didn't know at first, but. Um, she's going to have to directly deal with Bernie. That's what I heard, like the Treasury Department or something, or Labor, or I don't know. Budget, something with the budget. And he's on the committee that's going to have to deal with her direct. He's like the chair of the committee or something. So they they purposely put her in a position where she would have to deal with Bernie after all the shit she did to Bernie, calling him a Russian agent and all this stuff, like being the... It's it's like a, another level of fuck you to Bernie. <laughs> and it's another slap in the face. Exactly, yeah. Another kick in the balls. It'd be and interesting to it see what they do. Huh? And he keeps taking it. He keeps taking it. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's still asking for money. He's still yep. dropping some shit. You know, like the same thing, the same quotes or whatever. I don't think it's really him doing it. I think, I think somebody kind of fucking. Oh, the emails that go out. The emails and the tweets and the right, right. And the Facebook posts or whatever. Yeah, he's he's asking for another twelve hundred stimulus, and I don't know. I guess it's better that than woman, nothing, but he's not really fighting for much, huh? No, that woman, the, a lady, is, she's, like, she's the devil, dude. Pelosi? Yeah. I, no, the, the, that lady, Nita Tandon, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like she wants to rule. cut Social Security. So now we have Biden as president who, wanted, who worked his whole life to try to cut Social Security. We've got her who wants yeah. to cut Social Security. I don't know what will happen, man. 
a bunch of Republicans. Uh, everybody, has, a lot of people from Uber, from Lyft, from Google. Yeah. Pretty much the elite, CIA yeah. people. Right. Fucking, I don't know. All I know, okay. and they want to keep, they want they, they want to keep doing the lockup thing, you know, the lockdown, mm -hmm. the pandemic right, right, right. and all that shit. I don't know. I, I think it's going to break out at some point. I agree, man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like I personally wouldn't go to a movie theater or a bar right now. Yeah. So they're they're acting like this new lockdown tonight, starting tonight, is like a new lockdown. But I didn't even know movie theaters and bars were open, personally. So I don't know what the fuck they're locking down tonight at midnight that there was that wasn't locked down yesterday. But here in California, there's supposed to be a new lockdown, and they're saying it's like bars and things like that, but. I haven't been to a bar since March, since our gig. I've been to a few bars. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Uh, I know. I went to like a place uh, like a few months ago. Uh -huh. My friend's uh, birthday. Uh -huh. And I got a few beers. Whatever. But it was outside. It was like tables outside. On the, well, if it's outside, I think that's different, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it wasn't a big deal, whatever. But now, but that's what I thought. I thought, so it's starting tonight. I mean, that's why it probably all was traffic yesterday. I was like, what the fuck are these people going? Uh, yeah, tonight at midnight, there's supposed to be new lockdown measures. But, I mean, it, to, it's not going to affect me at all because I can still go to the store. I can still go for a walk. I can still go for a drive. So. Exactly. I don't care much about it. You could still get food can... at the at the drive through, you know, or pick up. Yeah. So it's... yeah, I don't know what kind of. Are they gonna have like a some kind of like okay, if they see you driving around at ten o'clock at night, they stop you or some shit? I'm not sure. Well, they supposedly put that curfew in a few weeks ago, and the sheriffs all said they aren't going to enforce it. So the governor put a curfew through, but. The sheriffs all said, fuck you, we're not going to do it. So I don't think they're going to enforce the curfew. No, hopefully not. If there is one. Let me tell you, that's smart because now it's Christmas. People are going to, you know how, you know, in this country, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all that shit, people go crazy, yeah. go to a store. Yeah. If you tell all these people they can go to Macy's and shit like that, they're going to fucking uh -huh. start a revolution. <laughs> you know what I mean? What? Yeah. I can go to Walmart? Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck right. you, motherfucker! That's, that's how you get them. Tell them they can't go spend their money. Exactly. You tell me I can't use my credit card? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think people are going to take too much of it, man. I think, you know, I mean, my fear is that this is going to go on forever. But I see that. I don't think, I don't know, man. Like I was looking at the comments on an article about, oh, it was about a guy who uh, is refusing to close his restaurant. 
and yeah. his his restaurant is like outdoors, but they're they're trying to close outdoors. I guess that's one of the things we're closing outdoor dining, and he's like, "Fuck you, I'm staying open." And um, and the comments on the article, like everybody was commenting. There was only like one comment that was anti what he was doing. Like everybody was supporting it. Everybody was like, "Fuck these lockdowns! You gotta if you're not gonna pay us, and we shouldn't be locked down," you know. Yeah, and it was like everybody gets it. Like every like all these commenters that I saw on the article were all, you know, like like not going to take it kind of attitude. And and I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of. I feel kind of relieved because if there is some sort of martial law agenda with this COVID thing or along with this COVID thing, um, I'm glad that Americans aren't just going to lie down because that, that would be, that could be really bad, you know? You know, it's understandable, dude, because you want us to stay locked. It's like that guy that uh, interrupted like an interview. You see that guy? You can tell that guy is like a Trump supporter or whatever. One of those, you know, patriots or whatever. Uh-huh. But he was he was right. He was saying like, this is bullshit. Like, you know, you guys want me to, if you guys pay me, I'd be happy to close my shop and go home. Yeah. And just wait until everything cools down. But uh, what do you want me to do? You want me to lock right. down my shop and then what? Just what do we eat? What do we eat? Starve. <laughs> exactly. It's like... Eat trash. Exactly. What the fuck do you want us to do? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. That's why That's why I get pissed at these assholes. They come defending these people. I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? It's like... Yeah. It's, it's simple. It, this shit is simple. You don't have to complicate it. Oh, because oh, this is so complicated. It's not complicated, bro. It's not complicated. You know, right? It's like don't don't you guys see how they make sure all these companies got money in March? All these corporations. Come on, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Boing, boing, like. Three or, three or fucking, it is my fault that Boeing airplanes are falling down in the sky. They were falling down like a month before that shit happened. A bunch of airplanes uh, fall down and they were missing. There was a, a lot of complaints and their stocks went down. All uh-huh. that shit. They were in bank. They all, I don't know if they got to go to uh, declare themselves in bankruptcy or not. But they were having issues. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And normally, any any small business, if your small business doesn't do good, that's it, bro. You either declare bankruptcy or move on. But if these motherfuckers yeah. have some issues, they have so yeah. much money in the bank, personally, each in their own fucking account, they're not going to go... You know what I mean? It's like, you think the CEO of Boeing can go to his bank account and say, don't worry, guys, I, I have Put the holy shit in my tap. I'll make sure you guys are good. And he's still going to have like billions, bro. It's like, come right. on, bro. You know? And they get rewarded. And the people that work for the airlines, that's another thing. They got their money and then they fire people. I'm like, 
Is that why they will they give you the money so you can stay afloat? But you fighting, firing all these workers, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, well, it's like it's like even back in in 2008 or whatever, they were they were still paying those big bonuses to their uh, CEOs and stuff with the money that they got in their bailouts. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, well, I'm no expert a lot on of that people... stuff. I don't, I don't, I'm no expert, but I do see that that I agree with you that they, they, uh, the money's not trickling down, and they use trickle down economics as the justification for these bailouts, but it doesn't trickle down. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, it doesn't trickle down. <laughs> it's like that theory was disproven like 20, 30 years ago and they still use it oh. to justify everything. They still use it. They yeah. still use it. I was still fighting people a couple of years ago about that shit in Facebook. You know? Yeah. Like, They're the, the job creators. The oh my God. And how they pay the taxes and how, you know. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. But that's how I got in here. Yeah. So what's going on yeah, in this, Cuba, man? Dude, I was going to tell you things. Like, a lot of shit has been happening here and in Cuba, too. Like, Well, over here, we also have the Obama thing. Obama made that comment about the slogans, and people are fucking going to see his ass, bro. What did he say? He told people to stop yelling. I heard he said. Yeah, no. When else. he was, he was start talking about the slogans like the defund the police. He was saying that defund the police not a good slogan or some shit like that. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And he okay, yeah. You know what I mean? And people fucking nailed like the whole Twitter was in fire, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, how can you say that? You know, you know, shit, you, know? You, you run on hope and all that shit. You know? Yeah, hope, change. But yeah, the, the Cuban thing, man. Um, everything started. Uh, there is this uh, Cuban artist. I think he's a rapper. Uh-huh. Uh, first, personally, his rap. I don't really dig. You know, I don't know. For some reason, I don't dig it, but. In his lyrics, uh, he's openly call, uh, calling the government for where they are. You know uh-huh. what I mean? He's calling them, you know, he's, he's talking about tyranny and dictatorship, stuff like that in his lyrics. Wow. And how everything everything needs to change and blah, 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 you know? Uh-huh. Uh, so that guy looks like the government uh, put that guy in jail with some bogus Bullshit, you know that's that's how the why they do, you know. Yeah. They say they found some marijuana or some shit, and then whatever. Right. I don't know if that's the case, but I'm pretty sure they've done it before. They do it all the time. Yeah. Um. So these are the guys that are also artists. I don't know if they are musicians, poets. You know the whole Cuban artists from Havana and stuff like that. They declare themselves on a hunger strike. 
Mm-hmm. And they, I guess the house where they were doing it is in the street or in this neighborhood called San Isidro. Mm-hmm. Um, so they call it the San Isidro movement now. Mm-hmm. So they start doing all that. So because now people have a little bit more access of cell phones and stuff like that. They've mm-hmm. been going live on Facebook all the time. And people here and from Miami, you know, a bunch of my friends and everything, a lot of musicians, Cuban musicians that I know and everything, they're being like post reposted it and sharing it on Facebook. Uh-huh. And um, these people talking, you know, like talking to the people, yeah, we need to do it. And then these people, that shit sparks a lot of different uh, groups around the country, not only in Havana, now they're doing it calling each other out and going live and calling, okay, let's meet at this park over there at uh, this time. And we're going to, you know, and they're starting to come out with with signs against the government. And then people film it and the cops come and take him off. And the people actually yelling at the cops and defending uh-huh. them and sometimes intervene. I saw one that they were intervening, I think, somewhere. Like they were like punching the cops and shit like that, you know? So it looks like something slowly started to happen because of this, and uh-huh. and I get I guess the cop they they it was crazy they went and they decided to go meet with the officials from the what's it called it's kind of like the cultural elite in Cuba, right? Like the government cultural elite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they have something over here like that, but it's kind of like the people in charge of the, everything that needs to do with music, arts, dance, whatever. I it's see. like a government yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Right. Like right, an institution, right. whatever. <clears throat> so with the leaders. So this movement, the leaders of this movement and the leader, and they got together and sang. So even the guy that's supposed to be the president in Cuba, he showed mm-hmm. up one day and he was wearing like a flag and he was saying, oh, I wasn't going to come, but I saw this and I needed to come, like saying like, he needed to come to reunite with the people and have some kind of dialogue. Is that Raul Castro or the president of... No, the president, the the, the guy that Raul Castro put in there, but basically he's following Raul's orders, you know what I mean? It's kind of uh-huh. like the manager of the company, you know what I mean? And Raul is the owner. Okay. So, but then after but that, you're I saying think he's president out. of the country? Supposedly, you know, they put it like, it's not like nobody elected him, they just put him in there. No, I know. So, so they have different, different titles. Yeah. Like, supposedly Castro... Supposedly Castro resigned uh-huh. out of his thing, like retiring. Like yeah. he retired. So they put this guy in his place. Okay. But it's but it's basically the Castro's family running the whole show. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So this guy's like a puppet. I see. So and then after he left, I don't know if it was the same day or the next or the day after. The cops came in and took all these kids out of that house and picked people up and fucking, you know, put them in jail. 
And then wow. after that, somehow they got out, they let him go out. And they were still doing videos and stuff like that. So I don't know right now what's going on right now, but it's like a back and forth, you know. Is the and rapper kid crazy. still in jail? I think the rapper's still in jail. Yeah. I think the rapper's still in jail. So these kids came out and said, this is not done yet. We're going to keep doing it. So mm. I don't know. So it looks like uh, they're starting. It looks like they're starting to organize like some kind of a general strike. I hope it happens, but yeah. that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, but for now, the government is not doing anything crazy mm -hmm. because they don't have to yet. But if the shit hit the fans, the government's going to fuck them. They're already being like doing the regular stuff they do, like the same people dressing in civilian clothes and. You know, Yelling shit or beating people up, like a counter counter protest. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but as usual, you can still find bootlickers. You know. Yeah. Go over there and yell. You know. But on the other hand, I've seen some papers like they make you do it. You have to do it. Like I saw a, a video. I saw a video or a or a tweet somewhere. Like, for example, there's a lot of people mm -hmm. posting tweets or posting stuff on Facebook in favor of the revolution, the government. Yeah. Uh -huh. But I heard, like, for example, if you work on a company, in a Cuban company, you work in a company, and for some reason yeah. they gave you, because of your job, they gave you a phone, a cell phone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They call you to a meeting and said, okay, you guys gonna have to start posting stuff mm. in favor of the revolution. Right. If you right. don't do it, we take your fucking phone away or uh -huh. whatever. Yeah. So the people do it. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how they do things. It's like a that's how that's how they make you go to the, all those marches and everything. Nobody wants to go to a fucking march. Who the fuck wants to go to a march on a Sunday? Sunday morning at ten in the morning. After you fucking right. spend the whole night drinking and smoking and fucking, and whatever, <laughs> you're gonna go to like to a march, right? You know? Yeah. For what? A march for what? For something that you don't believe in. You know what I mean? So, so, so are the, is the left like Abby Martin and and Max Blumenthal? Are they covering it? I haven't looked. No, I don't think so, bro. I would yeah. love to see this girl from the Congo couch see that shit. I, I almost felt like the other day posted, hey, check this out. Yeah. And and that's another thing. That's another but it's dude, it's even even in between Cubans, I see you you should see how I see people uh fighting on Facebook in between Cubans about this whole situation. Yeah. Like these people of course, there's always going to find people that are going to say, oh, these motherfuckers are over in Cuba. They're never going to accomplish anything. They're a bunch of fucking idiots. Blah, 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 wow. blah. All these fuck. Yeah. It's the same way they... It's, you know what's funny? It's kind of like they're hmm. calling these people liberals. <laughs> it's crazy. Dude. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're like, saying you be the happy. conservative Cubans are calling them liberals? Yeah, some shit like that. Like... I have a friend of mine that a guitar player, a guitar player that lives in Canada. 
Uh-huh. And uh, he posted something. He said, no, I'll never go into politics, but this shit is going down right now. We need to support these people. And, and then all these people started fucking coming on him. Like, yeah, I'm like real, like calling him like a lot of Cuban insults. Uh-huh. For, for any Cuban, that would be an insult. Like fucking motherfucker, like Singao, you know. Singao uh-huh. means like fucker. It's like a, it's not like a fucker because if you're a fucker, it means you're doing the fucking. But if I <laughs> right. call you Singao, I mean somebody fuck you in the ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? What if this shit turns into this shit? They're fighting each other. Like, they can get together, like, and say. But what is the argument that they're liberals? from a conservative who is against the Cuban government. Exactly. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. That's crazy. It's crazy. And I see them fighting. I'm like, dude, that's what I'm telling you. It's so, so, and and that's the other hypocrisy to me. Like, a lot of the people that I, I saw criticizing the protesters here for Black Lives Matters. Yeah but they're supporting the protesters in Cuba. And I'm like, it's the same shit. Both yeah. people are protesting because something is not fair to them. Yeah. Something yeah. is being done to them that is not fair. That's why they are on the streets. Right. But if the protesters in the United States go on the street and protest, they are communists. <laughs> yeah. But then... If they protest in Cuba, they're doing the right thing. Freedom fight. But then, exactly. But if you ask people like Abby Martin about well, I know what they're what's going on, they're going to say they're, they're working for the CIA. Yes, they are. Yeah. The CIA is funding that shit. So it's, right. it's social, like, after watching all this shit which, from the outside, I'm like, what the fuck? But which, which would happen easily. I mean, it could happen that the CIA would fund that. I mean, that's the fucked up part about it, you know? Exactly. No, I'm not I am not saying that it's not a possibility that No, I know, I know. I'm just saying like it like in we we see it in China, we see you know, it's that's what they do, you know. <laughs> they they, they, yeah. they try to get the CIA's been trying to get people to, you know, revolt for 50 years or however long it's been. But that doesn't mean that people don't want to revolt and that doesn't mean that they don't have something to revolt against. You know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's yeah. my point. My point is like... It's crazy. But it's, it's a crazy. trap, you know? It's a trap exactly. if you go with the CIA because you could end up with a hardcore fascist government that's, you know, just murdering people. Yeah, yeah. But it's... it's crazy how to see like they could be behind there's always some evil forces in the background waiting to see what's the right moment to because let me tell you something and nobody mentioned that shit in there Yeah. Uh, at least not on Facebook but one of the guys that was taping what was happening in Mm -hmm. one of those meetings Uh I heard it I heard him tell to the other guy that was with him with a camera too yeah. something like uh something like okay don't go stay around here whatever in this place 
because I'm pretty sure these people, these people infiltrated here. You know what I mean? And he yeah. said it. He said it like real, real, real low, but I could hear. It. I, I yeah. could hear. It. I was like, he's right because with all these yeah. people that are sitting over there supposedly protesting against the government, there's at least twenty people there that work for the government. Yeah, there's people that work for the government, and maybe there's people who work for our government. You know what I mean? Like, it would be great if they could resist both. Like, if they could really figure it out and go, no, 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 we don't want your money. We don't want your funding. We don't want your fucking help. You're a fucking, you know, we know what you're about. That would be amazing. (laughs) Yeah, but how do you spot, you know? Of course, there's always a way of uh, spotting people out, but the way he was saying it's like, there's these people that belong to these these people here that I don't know who they are, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are yeah. probably the people that you're like, okay. But there's also a lot of people that have the need to one day they say, you know what, well, fuck it, I'm gonna go out and protest too because I'm tired of this bullshit. Yeah. Because, so yeah. the hard thing should be like trying to figure out who is who. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. And the same a- thing happened here. You know? Yeah. When you For see sure. protests, you know, there's a bunch of people like provoca- provocating, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. why when people talk about protests, they always talk about riots. Because know, it's always man. somebody somebody doing the riot, but I'm pretty sure at least, I don't know, 98% of these people are not for rioting. So you're going to find a couple yeah. of people, whatever. What was the number? I, there was a, a number that a guy gave. I don't know what he said, um, but there's a high number of uh, a percentage, like I don't know if it was 20% or something, of any movement is going to be infiltrators. So, um, I mean, I remember, you know, Sabelle Edmonds, we talked about her. She's an FBI whistleblower. She started an F- a whistleblower coalition kind of thing to help whistleblowers, yeah. and she found FBI infiltrators in her in her organization. I remember her talking about that. So it's like they they're everywhere, you know. That's what that's what our intelligence agencies do. <laughs> they look for activist minded people and fucking you know, try to try to prevent them from succeeding any way they can. <laughs> oh my god. And the media it's plays like along, you know. It's like you show someone throwing a Molotov cocktail, it's like that's what they're gonna show. And yeah. what pisses me off is that everyone believes it. Like, everybody fucking believes it. That's the way it is. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I believe it's so hard, man. Like, that's why this week, besides all the shit that I've been doing, I've been just trying to listen to comedy and, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I've been like, oh, this is like a never-ending story, you know? Did you watch that interview with Jimmy yesterday that that guy did, that comedian? With the... Oh, the, I don't know if I watched the whole thing. I still have to watch it. It was really weird because he was talking about Dave Chappelle. Did he call I, you know, I didn't see that part. Or something. Huh? I didn't see that part, but I saw the part when he's saying the bros, bros, the bros. Yeah, man. Like, it was like, really weird. Like he he just kept saying it. Like he he said it like a hundred times. 
the bros are uh, mad at me because I, I criticized Dave Chappelle because he said bitch or something like that, you know. And he's and and I understand what he's can, saying about Dave Chappelle. I understand, you know. What what did he say about Dave Chappelle? I didn't get that part. Uh, that Dave Chappelle was, you know, just being he, he calls women bitches all the time and he was talking he said me too bitches, that's what it was. He said, okay. me too, bitches. And so, you know, and in the end, he asked people, please boycott my Dave Ch the Ch Chappelle show on Netflix because I'm not getting paid for it. Right. So he's yeah. talking about like how, what an asshole. He's like calling these women who were victims, me too, bitches to, as a joke, you know. And then, so I understand his point, you know, um, uh, but but he said the word bro, like, I swear he said it a hundred times. I mean, it was like, yeah, he was I, just like, the bros are pissed at me because I criticized Dave Chappelle. So the bros, the bro army is coming down on me. The bros, the bro this, the bro that, the bros. So come on, bros. Like, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know, man. It was just too much. Like, I, okay, but you can make your point without being a dick like that much of a dick, you know? Yeah, I saw that part. I saw the very end, I think, when he was in the bro. But I got yeah. the feeling he was... I was like, is he talking about Bernie Bros, maybe? I don't know. No, he's talking get... about, about African-Americans who side with Dave Chappelle no matter what. You know, he's like, there there's a segment of the population that, you know, they're, they're not activist-minded. They, they call women bitches, and it's part of their so-called culture or whatever, you know, and like Dave Chappelle says, it's a black thing. Like he says that all the time. Like, yeah, I said, bitch, it's a black thing, whatever. I'm not defending it or, you know, I, I'm not defending it. But the fact that this guy was saying that so many times, it was just disturbing to me. Like, yeah, yeah. I get his point and I get that he's mad that they are commenting and they aren't deeper thinkers and whatever. And then he said he only read a few of the comments. Like, I'm like, how do you know there weren't like a hundred uh, African-Americans who agreed with you. You know what I mean? Like, like he, he even admitted that he barely even looked at the comments. So I was like, I don't know, man, this guy's a little, I don't, I like his interview with Jimmy, but that whole tirade yeah. was, was really bizarre to me. Yeah. I have to, I have to see it, but I saw the, the thing with Dave Chappelle. And when he yeah. said the me too bitches, he's, he's not talking about the victims. He's talking about, He's talking about the leaders of the Me Too movement, basically. Or, or, yeah. or the, uh, I think that's what he was referring to when he said the Me Too bitches. He's not, of course, he's not going to talk about the victims. He's not going to call the victim bitches. I, I don't know. I mean, he, I, he sometimes is shocking. But, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't that disturbed by the video. So, um, yeah, I think maybe you're I, right. I'm a, I should watch it again. I, I think he meant that he, all those hypocrites that when Joe Biden was accused of rape, they didn't say anything. Those are the fucking bitches that I, he was talking about, I believe. I don't know. Do that, you think that, he was a, referring to that? I don't know. He was referring to the Biden thing, but I think he was referring to the whole council culture. Uh-huh that came out of that whole Me Too, that uh -huh. you can't even tell a girl that is pretty anymore. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. You can nowadays you can even I don't know how you can flirt with a woman. And these days now, well, how can you tell I, I don't somebody? Know. I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's what he was me talking about. He wasn't talking about victims. It would be crazy if he's gonna call somebody that gets raped a bitch. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, so. yeah, I know. And, and that, but you know, it's like it's the same. The the critique that I the the vibe I got from this critique is like if anybody were to defend like Bill Cosby, like even, even uh, Chappelle almost defended Bill Cosby. He got real close yeah, yeah. to defending Bill Cosby, you know? So it's like, but I got his point. He was saying like, it's fucking Bill Cosby. It's hard. You know, it's fucking Bill Cosby. Like he was, yeah. you know, the, 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 the PA was provided by him that, that Martin Luther King did his have a dream speech, you know, like, I get it. I get it. But um, I don't know. Maybe. But even if he had a legitimate critique of these people, um, to sit there and say, bro, 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 like over and over and over and over, it was really weird to me. Yeah, he he sounded weird. When I started, the thing is like when he started talking, I was looking for (laughs) the part where Jimmy Dore comes along. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I missed. And at the end, I didn't even end up watching Jimmy Dore either because I have to work or whatever. And I didn't feel yeah, good yeah. yesterday. Yesterday, I have like a headache for some reason. Uh-huh. I never had a headache. I never get headaches unless, I don't know, once in a while. But yesterday, I had a crazy headache that woke me up even in the middle of the night. Yeah. That's crazy. So anyways, so you know I'll probably re- watch You it know what it rem- reminded me of? Do you remember when... Um, 50 Cent was on Howard Stern and he kept saying bitches. <laughs> I don't know. I think I heard something. And Howard kept saying, like, how many bitches did you have last night? Do the bitch, you must get a lot of bitches. And like, he was like saying bitches, like, like he said it like a hundred times in five minutes, you know, like, and it was just like, just the ridiculousness of, of that was the joke, you know, but he wasn't, yeah. He wasn't making a joke, but it was like overkill like that. It was just like, it was so overkill that it it was disturbing to me. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway. This bitch, this bitch. He did a good interview with Jimmy, and he seems to be supportive of Black Lives Matter, so I don't necessarily think he's a racist guy. It was just weird. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah. Almost, almost like he was trying to have an excuse to be racist. Like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It was weird to me. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check it out later. See. Yeah, maybe I'll post a link to it since we talked so much about it. <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of weird. Like, I think, I don't know. I always got, you know, I didn't grow up here, so I don't really know much about the whole culture thing. But yeah. I, the way he said bro, I thought it was kind of like a maybe progressive people or something? I don't know. No. Because I'm 100% I, I sure associate, that's not what he meant. I associate uh, to I, I associate it more with African Americans if you say brother at least. Yeah. But I think if you say what's up brother? My brother? Whatever. 
Yeah. I associated more with African American than I say bro. When I say bro, I always associated with white people or, or whatever. Like, wait, what's up, bro? Bro. Uh, but I don't maybe know. I'm wrong. Who knows what? But that was my impression. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, let's say he is talking about African Americans. Let's just say that he is. Like, can you imagine, like, Jimmy Dore doing that? Like, the bros yeah, are yeah. pissed off at me. Like, I can't even imagine him doing that. You know. Like, like he's so careful, not that he's overly careful, but he's so careful, like he's so respectful of, of people of color that he never, ever, ever confused even for a second that he's has some kind of harboring, that he's harboring some sort of like racial problems, you know, issues. But this guy was just like over and over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll check. I'll check it out from the beginning later. So to go to grasp grasp the whole context. The whole concept. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I, that's probably why I didn't get. You probably right. Yeah, that's oh, probably yeah. it. But it, it yeah, made me big. want to go watch Dave Chappelle, so I started watching one of his. Oh, I watched the whole special, one of his specials on Netflix last night. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, that motherfucker is so funny, dude. God damn, he's good. Dude, that shit is so good. But let me tell you, this guy that I'm listening, the one I sent you the podcast, uh huh, Bill Burr, that guy is so hilarious, dude. Yeah, it's, his podcasts are. It's, and let me tell you, he's uh, he's had a lot of respect for Jimmy Dore. I think he used to open for Jimmy Dore when he was started. Uh huh. They know each other, and it looks like they hang once in a while. Uh-huh. And I know he lives in LA. I'm pretty sure they they get together once in a while, you know. And hmm. once in a while he mentions him. And actually, when he talks about politics, yeah, he's actually in more on this side of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's cool. He's against corporations, the banks, and all that shit. You know, the uh-huh. wars. When he talk about war, and he mentions Jimmy all the time. Like when he doesn't know about something, he's like. I'm going to have to ask my, my buddy, Jimmy Dore, you know, <laughs> because he's more into this stuff, you know? Yeah. So he mentioned, he mentions him all the time, but dude, I started w- listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and the first ones are from 2011 and I've been listening to this podcast nonstop for hmm. like, I think like a week or two weeks. Wow. And I still have a lot of oh, dude, and they're so hilarious because <laughs> he rants, but he's so funny, man. He's he's. Uh, I always like his stand up, but I never. I like this rants better because he just come up with whatever shit he wants to talk about, shit that happens to him, you know. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I was driving yesterday on this motherfucker, and then he started talking about even when he talks about sports, which I don't uh-huh. follow sports. Yeah. It's funny because he starts fucking trashing fans and this he tra he trashed his friends, his other comedians. Mm-hmm. And he he just creates stories that are no truth mm-hmm. just to fuck with them. And then when he has them on the show and his broadcast, his friends are like, What the fuck dude? Some guy told me the other day that you were saying that I was from New York that I was from New Jersey. I'm not from New Jersey. <laughs> I told me you say, yeah, I know that, but I just do it to fuck with you. <laughs> so like that. Uh, wow. Uh, he's What's that guy's name he's again? Bill Burr. 
B U R R. Yeah, he's a bald guy. He's married to an African American girl. She's a, she's a black girl. And yeah. I think at the beginning of the podcast, they were living together. So sometimes she uh, he has her on the podcast, like a lot, all the time. Like when she comes into huh. the house, he's like, oh, there she is. So they ask a question, people send emails. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, something happened to me with this girl. What do you think? So they're asking for advice, and there you go. He comes like, you know, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. I laugh so much. Like sometimes, the other day I was driving, and I thought I was going to crash. I was laughing <laughs> so hard, dude. Yeah. I almost, I was like, fuck, I'm going to crash because I, was, I, was, I couldn't, I wasn't even, like, I couldn't function. I was like, I couldn't help it, dude. So hilarious, guys. So yeah, as a as a tool of getting off all the shit that's going down lately, I've been listening to a lot of comedy. You know, we need to laugh. Need yeah, to laugh, it's yeah. important, man. It's important to take a break from that shit. I mean, uh, yeah. for me lately, it's been music. Well, I watch like like I watch stupid shows. Like I w- I'm watching the Mary Tyler Moore show right now, <laughs> like from beginning to end. <laughs> My parents used to yeah. watch it when I was a little kid. I like can barely remember it, so so I have that yeah. kind of guilty pleasure too. And also, just been checking, you know, playing music like not not the political stuff, but just like instrumental, yeah. like guitar stuff. And, I've been practicing too. Like uh, I might yeah. practice later after I'm done with you. Yeah, Play a little bass. That's or, great. Gotta get in. Well, what what you should do is um, master the art of sticking a track in there and and recording your own separate track to it. Because that way, if we can't, if we still can't get together when it's time to record the bass, you can do it yourself. And that's what you you have. Huh? If you if you have anything that you want to send me, something whatever. Okay. Uh, so I can practice on the way to uh, import it into those. That's a, another thing that I need to learn, to how to import a track in my thing and then try yeah. to... I, I might do something, try to figure out how to do a, the uh, click or whatever, you know. So what I would send you would be a track with a tempo. I would tell you what the tempo is. You could set the tempo so you could have the click and you just back the track all the way to zero. All the, So it smashes against the zero. And then as long as your track starts at zero two, um, you could send me the track and, and I could slide it into my project and it would work perfectly. You know, and that's how people share share tracks. And that's like if you were put yourself online to record bass for people, that's the art that you would have to master. Like being able to send them a track and where they can just slide it in and it'll work. You know. Yeah. Yeah, something and, like that. Or and some people example, don't understand that. Like I worked with a drummer who didn't understand that concept, and it was so hard, man, because he would eyeball it, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you can't eyeball because you're not going to get the feel, you know? You're never going to get the right yeah. feel. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for example, if you send me one track, yeah. what I send to you after I put my track, what yeah. I send to you is just my track that I put, yeah. or I send back to you the two tracks 
and no, you don't have to send that... me. You don't have to send me yours. Oh, but because how about if I want to send starts... you? Both? Huh? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So the other. But how about if I want to send you two? How about if I send you the two together? Not together, but they're separate, but in the same thing. So when you open it, you open it. Doesn't matter, right? As long as I, as as long as I send you the one starting from zero, my track starting from zero, you're yeah. gonna be able to match it up. In yeah, because zero zero will be zero for me too, and and you played to the track, so everything will be in time. The only thing is, is like if you stop or you do edits at the end, like you have to learn also how to merge it back together, like. Um, if you, let's say you make a mistake and you do a punch or whatever, say you do 10 of them, uh, learn how to do like crossfades and learn how to, how to map, how to merge everything back into one track. Those are like the only things you really have to know. And also just make sure you don't go into the red on the digital because if you go into the red, it won't sound good. With analog, yeah, you can yeah. go into the red because the distortion's more natural. But the the distortion from digital is like really ugly. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be cool, man. Send me anything yeah. you have in there, whatever. I see if I have something to work with. Okay, and then that would be great. Yeah, I can send you my maybe like the reggae one. That's the first one I did. All right. I can send you one with uh, bass, and then I can send you one without bass. Okay, that's cool. But but I don't want to do the the final tracks until we have the drums because um, if Ramses plays uh, to a track, he may not be right on, you know. So I'd rather have the bass play to the drummer rather than to the track, and then you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this will be just to to practice and also maybe when I send it back to you, maybe you like, you know, you like yeah, that's what cool. I did and maybe you might tell me, oh, yeah, yeah keep it, I like this style or whatever. You know, whatever. No, that's, that's great because then we have more time to work on it. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Talking about Ramses, he, I have to call him back. He left He left me a message. I got a missed oh, call yeah? from him. Yeah, and uh, he left me a weird message. Like, the only thing I heard in the message was, like, okay, some show like that. I didn't hear. <laughs> I don't know if you left, a, I don't know if, if you left a whole message and that's the only part that got recorded. I don't know. Uh, it sounded huh. weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I found that website where people, where musicians are recording, um, uh, for people and it's like amazing dude like and you guys could just t- I mean I don't know how hard it is to get gigs how hard it is to get 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 um uh hired but I mean if so, you know if somebody need a bass player for their album it's like you you know you'd be perfect for it and and you could make decent money like just playing bass you know so i think it's really great this, to get uh, set up to record you mean the fiber fiber thing 
No. Well, I told you about Fiverr. That's one option, but there's another option I found online. I think I sent you a link a few months ago. And I was like, I, I noticed it because the drummer from one of my favorite bands, Darkness, was on there. Uh, this this woman played on one Darkness album and she quit. And for a while, she was doing she had she was set up to record on that website. And so I could get the drummer from the darkness to play on my record, you know? So to me, that would have been fucking great. Um, I wouldn't do it right now because I'd rather have ramps, but like if he could do it or something, like I was like, I'm going to get her, but she already stopped doing it. But that's how I discovered the site through her website. I'll have to get it and send it to you again. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, send it to me. But the, but the, the musicians seem to have studios and, and they seem to, you know, offer like the full package of like, I can record your album, you know, not mix or anything like that. Just rec- lay down the track for you, like horn players yeah. and drummers and like everything. So, yeah, it's a no, pretty no, amazing uh, service. Yeah. People, I heard about people doing that from woof, years ago, but never through a, like a website like that. People were doing it just normally, you know what I mean? Like uh, just yeah. word of mouth, whatever. Hey, I didn't do this or whatever. Yeah. But I didn't know about the the website just like that. And, uh, well, you have a lot of really great samples of your work that you can post, and you might. I don't know, man. I, it's clearly what you should be doing. I mean, to me, that's what you should be doing. You know, like yeah. maybe along with driving if you need to, but. Imagine like if you could do that, like do an album a week or something, and you know that would be great. That would be great if I can do shit like that. I mean, it's like there's no reason why you shouldn't be doing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, the hardest. Like I could say, like for me, I shouldn't be doing it because I don't have the timing that you have. Like I. I I don't have that impeccable fucking timing that you have. Um, I can fake it, but I I can maybe do some classical guitar, but I couldn't, I don't feel like I would be qualified to be in like an electric guitar. So no one would really want an electric guitarist anyway. Uh, If I had a, if I, if I do a project, I will have you playing some guitar on it. I would love to. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No. Actually, with a lot of shit, sometimes I'm thinking about it, like, that I think about doing this instrumental shit or whatever. I thought yeah. about you a lot because you, you have you have knowledge of a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? You're not like one side. Yeah. You know, you listen to a lot of different music. Like, you know, like I do, but I don't have uh, anything really mastered. I can play classical guitar and I can write my songs and I can score films, but I can't really like play in the style of like country or play, you know, bl- authentic blues or jazz. Like, you know, like I don't have the, I'm not that kind of a chameleon. I can kind of fake it, but. Like, it doesn't come natural. Like, I can't just go into country mode or whatever. Like, I'm not like a studio guitarist like that. Well, maybe maybe that's how you think. But, for example, in your in your own albums, uh, it's funny because now, for some reason, this car, in, my, in this car that I'm driving now, 
Yeah. The music is coming out different. Uh, huh. And they're talking about stereos and tracks and left and right, or whatever. And yeah. uh, a lot of times, some of your songs come out. And I've been listening to a lot of shit that you have done on the guitar over there. You know what I mean? Like different, with the slide, with the, I don't know. You've been doing, all, your albums have a lot of good shit on guitar, man. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> I don't know why you, I don't know why you think that way, but solos in solos and sounds and effects, like um, this one solo in which song, I don't remember which song is it, but are you using the wah pedal? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's black. Uh, you make a solo and you... I think it's the one we use at the intro of the podcast. Ah, yeah. The Flight to Freedom or something? That's what it's called? Yeah. I forget the name of it. (laughs) Yeah. For some reason. You're using the wah pedal, but you're also using like the volume pedal or something. Are you going like wah, 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 yeah. wah, wah, That's all it takes, mm-hmm. man. Like, for me, that's a sign of musicality that, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, man. What? Huh? That's, it all depends on the style of music or whatever. Like, for example, in my music that I would write, mm-hmm. I don't think I would write in a specific style of music because I like everything. So, yeah. I could, I would love, personally, I would love to be in a band that fusions everything together. Like some, right. I would love to play in a band that fusions fucking everything. I don't care. You can mix hip-hop, rock, blues, Indian music, African music. I don't give a fuck. Whatever it sounds like. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's interesting. So, yeah, I don't think I would try that because I'm not really a blues guy. Or I can play in a blues band. I can play in a rock sure. band. I can yeah. play in a salsa band. But I don't think I would write the music that would be specifically blues or rock or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If mm-hmm. I, if, I like to like a mixing of shit. You know, I love electronic stuff. I love electronic yeah. music, but I don't. I don't like house music, for example. That music, like right. I hate that shit always. <laughs> I always, not even when I was young, I always yeah. hated it. If we go to a club, I remember when I first moved to Miami, uh-huh. when my friends used to go to these fancy fucking clubs, funky fancy huge clubs, phone coming out of the fucking, a bunch of lights, and the music was so fucking loud, dude. And that right. fucking thing for hours, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, what the fuck is this, bro? I hated it. Yeah. I hate that music. I hate that music. I yeah. hate that music. I, I see these people here say, oh, I'm a... And they all the hashtags. And I say, it's like, producer life, musician life, composers, and all the music, like, doom, doom, bam, bam. It's like, what the fuck? I, I don't know. I'm not into that shit, bro. Yeah, my yeah. best times, my best times clubbing in Miami, was mm-hmm. when I went to a reggae club. Yeah. Or a R&B, R&B club. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I have the best time. For some reason, that sounds everything was right. more. 
I wish we could go see my friend Myra play, man. Those shows are so fun. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I saw a bunch of clips, and uh, it sounds like a really badass compilation of musicians in that band. They are good, and she is just like a front person, like I like just made for the stage. Like she just. Yeah. I mean, not only does she sing like Tina Turner or whatever like she's just that level of a singer but she also puts on a really good show and involves the people and like i don't know it's it's almost like you feel like she's going to call on you any second to come on stage like you know you're kind of like wary you know because she's grabbing people all the time and but it's so good and they, they just do tons of tons of great covers and it's so fun yeah dude too bad, too bad for the for the COVID bullshit, you know. Yeah, and they used to play all the time, and I would be like, "I'm gonna go," and then I would hate to go by myself because I I always hate to have her see me there by myself. I was still kind of weird. So I was like, I wish I had somebody to go to these shows with, man. Because I would I go know, like I every. Was, <laughs> we were talking. You were texting me about it, and I was gonna. I was actually. I was actually, you know, thinking about going to, you know. Like, yeah, toward yeah, maybe jam something. Yeah, but anyways, so but that we didn't get to go. Yeah, well, hopefully after all the shit finish soon, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with that. I know, man. That's another thing, the vaccine and shit like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't trust that vaccine, dude. I don't trust that shit. Well, I, I first... it takes ten years or something to have a good vaccine, right? Yeah. So, I I read yeah. a doctor wrote um about why it's a unique vaccine and and it's got something to do with RNA and DNA and and he was like it's rushed and he said if my advice is if you're not at risk don't take the vaccine. Yeah. And that was a doctor. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking, bro. As long as they don't make us do it, you know, like But the I'm thing is it's like If you if you don't take it, you're you know if let's say it's a vaccine that actually works, right? If you don't take it, you're still at risk of getting it. And I think it's debatable at this point how bad the thing really is. Like if you get it, some people seem to have prolonged effects like months later they're still like shaking or they're some people said their mental capacity is is different like they're not able to think is is clearly i mean i don't know what to believe either because i mean those could be fake twitter accounts like i'm seeing these comments on twitter like i don't know but that shit scares me man it's like even if you know if people were vaccinated and they open things up left it up to people if they want to vaccine, you know, get vaccinated or not. I don't know that I would still want to go to clubs yet. <laughs> I don't know. You still there? That's not. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, man, I don't know. But, uh, it is. Well, we know Obama and Clinton and Bush are going to take the vaccine. Oh, on TV. yeah, we're going to trust it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever they do on TV, 
we're gonna after that I'm gonna right away get in my car and I'm gonna run to the nearest vaccine. Vaccinator, yeah, yeah. The nearest army, uh, military outpost. Yeah, to get my vaccine. Put two, one in this, in each arm. (laughs) (laughs) The one, it's interesting because first I read the article that Whitney Webb, Whitney Webb wrote about how they're going to vaccinate. Latinos and African Americans first because of Black Lives Matter. They're justifying it because of Black Lives Matter using minorities as guinea pigs for this vaccine that's highly risky, being rushed and all that shit, and can have very adverse effects. They admit that it can have adverse effects. But they're saying they're doing a favor to these populations by giving them the vaccine first. They're not giving it to the cops first. And what I thought was interesting, and she gives examples of other times that African Americans were used as guinea pigs. And if you read the article, it's pretty horrible the stuff they did to people. They injected cancer cells into black people, black prisoners in the 50s. um, Probably gave them fucking cancer. Huh? Remember the the the, the, the syphilis, the people who yeah. had syphilis. Remember, Those right? Like, uh, I think she mentioned that in that article. She did. I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. there were there were like three yeah. or four different places in our recent history where they literally fucking lied to people and gave them harmful shots or, you know crazy doses of things or whatever because they were doing experiments. So she gave historical examples of where African-Americans were used as guinea pigs. And she feels like they're doing it this time too. And what I thought was interesting is that all three of those presidents said, I'll take the vaccine on TV after the people who really need it first get it. (laughs) Every single one of them in their quotes didn't say they would take it first. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Kind of, people, I thought that was kind of telling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I, I wrote that article. Actually, I posted it in my Facebook. And yeah. And nobody says shit. <laughs> yeah, I sent it to my amazing. dad. He goes, well, we'll see how it goes. Because usually my dad has an explanation for everything. Like he he defends yeah. the government no matter what, unless it's a Republican. But for yeah. this, he was like, "Well, we'll see what happens." <laughs> I don't know. I I hope that's what I I keep telling the mother of my kids, even if she think I'm being too dark or whatever. I yeah. just send them all that shit so she can have it in the back of her head. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So when she starts seeing certain behavior from these people, yeah. hopefully that comes into her head too and say, "Oh, hmm, maybe that was she was right." You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I I I'm just like, you know, I'm sick of pretending 
like we're living in a pretend world if we if we act like 9-11 wasn't caused by the Bush administration. It's a pretend world. Like it, like if we're acting like our government wouldn't do that, then we're lying to ourselves, you know? Um, and it's like, I, I look at this new party. If they're, if they think if they're not going to consider like the real level of, um, opposition they're going to get, then it's almost like why even bother doing it? You know, like if you're not going to look it in the face, like I tweeted at them yesterday. I said, if you're not going to consider these election anomalies that are happening right now and really look at them, then you're not serious about winning an election in 2024. Like no way, you know, you're not going to have a shot at anything. It's like, and, and of course none of them responded. And so, I don't know, man, like, I feel like, like people really are, they're never going to wake up to, to those realities. No. And then, you know, maybe, maybe some, maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong. <laughs> but that Whitney Webb stuff is like, she's the most impressive journalist that I've seen in fucking years. And I really like what she said about Cuba not Cuba. What, what she said about what she said about communist countries in general. Where did in you which uh, interview? The last one that I sent you. The one with the tin foil hat, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he asked her about I that. Didn't, I didn't get that part. Well, how the fuck, man? I don't remember. He said, "What do you think?" I don't remember a part about communists. So what did she say? She said it's authoritarianism. She said the same thing that we say. All right. Okay. Good. Good. Huh? Good. She doesn't say that Venezuela have the best. Uh, she, well, they well, didn't talk about Venezuela directly, but she just said, like, it's authoritarianism, you know? Like, exactly. She is not like, you know, she is not Abby Martin. She's like, like yeah, she's, yeah. she's a, like, she's. I don't mean to insult anyone, but she's like the, the smartest journalist I think that we have. Yeah. No, she knows what's up. She knows. She's aware of both worlds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Capitalism yeah. and communism. Yeah. So it's it's really a fantasy is. to pretend that, that, that socialism under that, you know, way of having socialism is a good thing. I mean, it just, it's, it's such a it's childish thing fucking way of looking at exactly exactly that's why that's why i don't get why so so many of this lefty that i actually follow and i you know i I like their shows and i go there for information and stuff yeah like i said when it comes to that part every time they open their mouth i can tell it's just repeating what somebody else told them their parents or whatever yeah, but they lack the experience of living mm-hmm. on a country like that as yeah. a regular citizen of that country, or you know, or getting to know someone who did that you trust, so you can hear what it's really like. Exactly. Because I, for if I didn't it, know you, I don't know what my views would be on it. I mean, it would probably be different. It, it may be the only way. difference with me is that I read about Stalin, 
you know, and so that's why I was interested when I met you in talking about it, because I had read so much about Stalin. I wanted to know if there were if there were similarities between the the Soviet Union and and Cuba, you know. So I don't know what I would have thought, but yeah, I'm sure I'm sure like each country took their version of the socialism or the communism uh-huh. with their own flavor or with their own countries or whatever. But yeah. basically, it's the same. And there's one thing that is real clear that is a common common denominator between those mm-hmm. three countries, for example, Cuba and China and Russia. Yeah. The common yeah. denominator is like there's only one party. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's only yeah. one party. Mm-hmm. The press only can talk good thing about us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have to respond to the uh, to the to the regime or the elite or the dictatorship. They can they they can be any discrepancies. You know what I mean? Everything has to be you either with us or against us. Fuck it, that's it. You, yeah. you you can have a different point of view regarding any situation, you know? Even when they try. Even yeah. they try to okay, let's do this or let's do that, let's try to work it out. At some mm-hmm. point you have to go and it's, you know what's funny? Earlier, I saw a video of Raul Castro, like an old video. Yeah. Saying something that he knows is true, and that's the way it works. And he's saying it like a joke. And he's saying, yeah, yeah, but I don't want you to go and, you know, when they ask a question, everybody, who's in favor? Everybody, everybody's in favor. You know, he's making fun. It, this is how these assholes are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's saying, don't make it too obvious. Yeah, basically, but <laughs> yeah. he's he sort of he sort of make it look himself look like he's oh no 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 don't do that if you don't agree with me you can always tell me that is not true right. because every everyone that never agree with your brother or never agrees with you either goes to jail or they kill them or the fuck you know what yeah. I mean yeah you can even go on the street and say with a sign that said fuck this shit you know what I mean they. Right away, you have cops come pick you up for a sign. And it's only you. It's not like it's like a, you see over here, it's a bunch of people on the street, right? And they yeah. come and they beat the shit out of you, but it's a lot of people on the street. You know? One guy with a fucking sign, they come and they pick you up and they take your sign out of your hands and they beat the shit out of you. They put you on a headlock and they put you in the fucking car and then take <laughs> you to the police station and you don't know what the fuck is going to happen next. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's only and one, one guy, guy with one, the one guy with a sign. I can send you the videos. Just one dude. There's a video. It's just one dude with a sign walking around back and forth in a street in Havana. And he, his sign says something about freedom of speech, something like that. Yeah. And he's like, enough for this shit. We need to have freedom of speech and say, well, you know, we, we need to say enough of this stuff. Free this yeah. guy. What, that's what he's saying. He's not saying nothing more. And the cops show up, and they're like, they come to him, three or four guys. They grab the fucking thing from his hand, and they grab it on the headlock. And then people, hey, hey, what the fuck, dude? Let it go. Don't be a fucking blah, blah. You know? They put yeah. it in the car, and they just take him. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. It's just one dude. I saw it personally. <laughs> I saw it one time. I saw what it one that? time, dude. Yeah. One time. I was in a park 
there's this uh-huh. park that we used to go. Uh, we just go in there, hang out. You know, it's like a, it's, it's like a going to a, like a like a small village, right? Yeah. So nobody has nothing to do. So all the young people go to that park to see if you can see the girls. You know, hang around. You know. Yeah. And shit like that. And uh, I remember seeing this guy saying, "Fuck." You know, fuck the revolution, fuck, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like down to cash or whatever. And the cops getting in the headlock. One cop hiding in the headlock. They even slap him and they had him in the headlock. And the guy, he looks like a hippie, he had like a beard and long hair. Mm-hmm. And he was like, fuck this and fuck that. And they, they fucking drop him and put him in the fucking van, just like that. You know? Wow. And it's just one dude. They, he looks even like a homeless person. It's crazy. It's like, wow. Because he was saying that that's against the law. You know what I mean? Right. Because, yeah, it's know. it's really it's really strange how how people on the actual left. Like I'm not talking about when people say the left in America now, they mean the Democratic Party. But I mean the real left. People on the real yeah. left are pro authoritarian. Like regime like that like it's just it's insane to me they're so right about everything but then when it comes to that <laughs> i mean that's how we started this podcast talking about that but it's just it still blows my mind yeah i was just riding the other day in my car and i saw this girl that she's coming with her mom i guess this is mom uh-huh. I don't know. uh and she was riding a skateboard and she was wearing a che Guevara t-shirt just like that <laughs> yeah, and I, and I was laughing because I was like, twenty years ago when I just came from Cuba, uh-huh. I went to this. Uh, I went to the Cuban festival, okay, in Echo Park every year. They yeah. used to have it. I don't know if they have it anymore. And they all the Cubans go there. Everybody goes there, but mostly Cubans. You know, that's one time mm-hmm. a year that they have a Cuban festival, Cuban music, Cuban food. You know. They yeah. sell souvenirs and shit, cigars, all kinds of shit. Nice. And uh, <laughs> I see this guy walking around with a chair about a teacher. Uh-huh. You kick like, his ass? <laughs> no, but I tell him, I'm like, are you fucking, I'm like, dude, nobody here in this, you're not going to find a fucking Cuban here that like that motherfucker. Are you crazy? Yeah. What are you wearing? But in their brains, they associate Che Guevara with Cuba, right. and they would think that he's not thinking these people that left Cuba and are over here, they left because Che Guevara. One of the reasons right. is Che Guevara. Yeah. You know? Even though if you, like, all that stuff that I told you about Che Guevara, yeah. it's nothing that I know for a fact, fact. <clears throat> so yeah. people that share the people talk about yeah uh but one thing is for sure the the only reason that i would try to let someone know is not because forget about what he did you know yeah but i'm my my issue is like what he's been what his name is being used for that's my issue right you know what i mean yeah that's my issue so but that's why sometimes now that i'm older i think about like you told me for different things, like their heart is, is in a good place. Yeah. But they don't really know the reality 
about. No, I mean, I sure would. I sure wouldn't know the reality unless I talked to you. Exactly. So, That's why I think what you have to say is really important. You know. Yeah, but it is so hard that I, you know, I went on YouTube and I remember commenting shit like that. And you should see how the people, all these people that none of them are Cuban. None of them know shit about what's going on in Cuba. And they right. talk to me like they know. Like they know more than me. But I'm Cuban. Right. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. I, what the fuck am I going to change these people's life? You know what it's I mean? It's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. That, that is crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. And But that's how they are. In, but it's in interesting. Both yeah. It's interesting too because on one side you you have you well actually on on both political spectrums that we have here that are legitimate in the eyes of the establishment they're both right wing right they're both authoritarian right wing fucking none of them neither of them care about democracy then you go yeah. all the way to the left and you have these people also advocating for a system some of them that is even more authoritarian right wing than the fucking furthest right wing Republican. Like, like no matter where you go on the spectrum, you end up with authoritarianism. It's fucking yeah. crazy. It's and that's, and that is why, that is what I read about when I studied, well, I study, when I, when I read a book, uh, the books that I've read about the, um, the uh, skull and bones and the, the agenda of the elites and stuff. And, and and it's all pointing toward um, them, you know, pushing us away from any kind of anti-authoritarian thinking, like anarchist thinking. But it also, I you know, that's when I learned that that Wall Street funded um, the uh, Bolshevik Revolution, and they also funded Hitler. It's like everything they do is, is authoritarian. And and I wonder if, if some of this ideas, some of these ideas on the left were planted by, um, you know, in our, in our education somehow from, from these same motherfuckers who do control our textbooks and stuff um, to get, to make it so it's all authoritarian all the way across the spectrum, you know, because it's, it's interesting because there's, very few people advocating for true democracy, you know. Yeah, man. Because that shit sure is not democracy, man. No, for sure it's not. <laughs> I mean, for come sure on. it's not. What the fuck? How do you have democracy with one party? Like, why would you think that you have democracy with one party? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, and they, they make you think they probably tell you, no, because everybody's so happy with this party that nobody wants another party. That's fucking impossible. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. And But I mean, you know what why... I, I noticed? When, when you go to when you go to Twitter, uh -huh. a lot of these people that I see in Twitter, their names are all, and they post, they say a lot of shit about, like, Comrade. Marx and I don't I don't know. If, yeah, Comrade, Marx. Yeah. Uh, they do. This, it's crazy. And I don't know if they're doing it just to be a, like a shock, you know? Like a, to be like a, something. Well, you know, to create there's a, another. Attention. Yeah. 
another aspect of it is like when I talk to my dad, who knows a little bit more about Marx and stuff than I do, but he admits that he doesn't really know too much because both of us have problems really understanding it when you start to read it. But yeah. um, Marx himself didn't really have it figured out. Like he was still, you know, giving speeches and trying to figure shit out himself, like the actual form of government that it should be. I don't know. I don't think that the Soviet Union, you could call it like strict Marxism or whatever. I think you could still look at Marx's writing and, and get a lot from it. And and it, yeah. he's. I don't think he's necessarily advocating for the elites, but, you know, he could have been. It, it's, it could be possible that he was advocating for the elites. I don't know. But I think maybe some some anarchists also would 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 cite Marx as well. But I I'm just speculating because I haven't studied it. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it all sounds really romantic, and you can understand why people would be into it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally understand. That's why, but before when I was like, I don't know, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, when I was here, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah. You know, I was like, wow, these people, they, they don't know, like, this is like me walking around with a Hitler fucking shirt, you know? Right. With a Hitler, a Hitler teacher walking around. And that's how and, it feels uh, to you. Is that how it feels to you? Uh, not that much, but for a lot of people, like if you go to, if you, let me tell you something. You yeah. go to Hialeah in Miami, where all the Cubans, as a matter of fact, go to a restaurant in Miami, it's called Versailles, uh-huh. okay? That's where all the old school Republican Cubans, uh, Alpha 66 veteran <laughs> shit that goes over there. And Correct. you try to walk around with that shirt. Yeah. Uh, let's see how many blocks are you going to fucking walk before somebody slap you in the face with that shirt. <laughs> they, <laughs> dude, I'm talking seriously. They slap you in the it. face. They wow. bitch slap you. That's that's the thing in Cuba. In Cuba, in Cuba, a bitch slap hurts more than a punch. Okay. Because that's yeah. kind of like a, you know, a pimp, kind of like a pimp mentality shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would fucking hit you. You, you can find a, an 87-year-old man try to fucking hit you with that shit. Or get a hair wow. attack or something. You can give an old wow. man a heart attack over there. Yeah, because they hate, you know, for whatever reason. But that's something that is not for us Cubans. Che Guevara, if you, if you walk into my dad's house right now, with a Shady Rana t shirt on it? Yeah. Ah, shit. I don't know what could happen. I don't know. Wow. Something, anything to He happen. doesn't have a gun, does he? <laughs> no, he doesn't have a gun. I I'm don't think kidding. so. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, no, I'm just Who kidding. Knows? I, you don't even have to answer that. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't know. Wow. Who knows? Whatever. Wow. But, so that's uh, that's something yeah. that I mean to me, it, it's it's amazing to me that these leftists don't consider that when they when they talk about this stuff. It's it's amazing to me. 
the only the only thing I can think of is lack of information. Yeah, I, I think so because they seem to be very compassionate people, but they do not have empathy for fucking Cubans. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another thing, right? Because of the whole yeah. right winger thing, right? Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, but, they, it's easy to compartmentalize all Cubans into that box, and you're yeah. proof that that's not necessarily the case, you know? No, there's actually. I was surprised, especially in this last election, uh, mm-hmm. finding out that it's like a lot of Cubans, uh, Democrats, first of all, but it's mm-hmm. also a lot of progressive Cubans, Cuban progressives in Miami. Yeah, actually, even here, even here in LA too. Like I didn't know, but it's this website from a restaurant or something that I follow, and uh, and I think it's called Cubans in LA or something. They're very progressive, actually. They actually were supporting Black Lives Matters, you know. Uh-huh. They post a bunch of shit, and in Miami too, it's a bunch of progressive Cubans over there. They actually that's really interesting. Uh, yeah, some of those people that are like Biden supporters, whatever, but somehow it's, it's never Trumpers or blue, no matter who. Mm-hmm. And I see this guy jumping in the fucking post and fucking giving them shit. Talking, huh. you know, yeah. Showing facts about Pelosi and Biden and all this shit. I'm like, huh, wow, that's cool. Wow. You know? Huh. Yep. Now, what percentage of Cuban Americans are not working for Castro or that regime, but at the same time are pro regime? <laughs> what? Does he repeat that? Like, what percentage of them have the same view as, say, Abby Martin about Cuba, of Cubans who made it out? Uh, no, bro. I don't, I don't think so. Like 1%? If, are you talking about Cubans that live in the United States? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, as a Cuban, <laughs> I know uh-huh. I know, I know. know there's people for everything. And I, yeah. that's why flavors are for. You know, you like chocolate, you like vanilla, you like... Right, right. It's understandable. But maybe I'm being too conservative at that point. But as a Cuban, if I'm at a party right now, if I'm if you invite me to a party right now, yeah, and we're drinking, and there's a bunch of people there, and yeah. one of these people is Cuban, and he starts talking good shit about Cuba in that sense of the government, yeah, yeah, about, I would tell them, bro, you 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 work for the government. There's no way. Yeah. There's no fucking way that you are outside of Cuba. Yeah, and uh, you think the Cuban government is fair? Um, that, that's, that's an not interesting point. Yeah, there's no way, dude. In that case, I hate to be so black and white. It's but okay. There's a line. That's you know why I, I mean? ask you. That's why I ask yeah. you. I no, wanted to know how is, extreme it really is. Yeah, for me, in that sense, I could tell you the good things about my country when I grew up. Yeah. And it might be because in that era that I grew up when I was a little kid, there were still better things 
because we we Cuba was still leeching out of Russia, right? So we have still it was a better the country was in a better situation than the special period when the special right. period started in the nineties. That's why the shit hit the fucking span, okay? <clears throat> and right now it's probably worse. I don't know. I'm not sure, but at least now they have cell phones and shit. But I don't want to be like all those old people. Oh, in my time, whatever, you know, like the boomers. No, it's okay. It's okay. But in that sense of Cuban, the reason I'm in this country is yeah. because I left a fucking place. And that place was a tyranny. I'm not saying I left specifically because it was a dictatorship or whatever. I also left because the whole thing about United States. Oh, let's go to United States. I mean, freedom. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Freedom, whatever. Uh, but I wanted to, when I was ready to go, I was thinking about staying in Angola, in Africa. Okay. I was going to, I was going to disappear in fucking Africa in the jungle. I don't give a fuck. I didn't really? give a fuck. Yeah. I was like, I was going to have a show in Africa. Uh-huh. And my plan was I'm going to, I'm going to try to escape either in my way there. I don't know where we're going to go and do the, uh, you know, the airplane have to stop somewhere in Spain or something to refuel and then yeah. go back to Africa, keep going to Africa. So I was uh-huh. already planning either try to defect in Spain. Uh-huh. But if, or if for some reason I can't, uh-huh. I'm going to try to stay in Africa because I'm not way I'm going to risk it to try to go back to Spain. And try, I don't know what I mean. I was like, I'm a reader. I thought I really consider to escape in Africa, to tell you. Wow. I was like, I don't give a flying fuck <laughs> if I ended up like Tarzan living in the jungle. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm tired. Wow. Yeah, bro. I was like 20, what? In my 20s, I was like, fucking hey, I don't give a shit. You so, know what I mean? Who was the band? Was it was that with Sylvia Rodriguez's sister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, with okay. Annabelle. So, and that was with um, with Ramses too. Uh, no, I think there was a different drummer at that time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a different drummer now. He lives in like in Mexico. I think he went to Spain and he lives in Mexico now in Peru. I don't know where the fuck he's at. But what happened? They didn't let you go. The no, the trip got canceled for some reason. Like everything oh, okay. else, it's always happened. It, was, it happens a lot over there. Because you told me you told me at a certain point they told you you couldn't t- tour. That was after that. That was after okay. that. Okay. After I after I left that band, so I was like, fucking. So all I was doing was just drinking, drinking uh-huh. and jamming. You know, I was living like a like a really bohemian life. I was just drinking, you know, having sex and fucking playing music, <laughs> that's it. But yeah. I was like drinking every day, pretty much. You know? Right. Uh, that's why sometimes I get scared when I get like, oh shit, if I get like stomach problems or something, I'm like, fuck. Finally, my yeah. liver is saying, it is time, motherfucker. <laughs> but, yeah, but how did you like, how did you find out that you couldn't tour? Did they tell you or did you just know? No, I 
I started rehearsing with this band to go. Uh, there was this band that had like a show. Mm -hmm. It was this band they put together to go play in some restaurant or something in Spain or some show like that with dancers. That's like a whole Cuban uh -huh. show, like a like a some kind of like a Buena Vista social club, you know. So they try to mix right. all the Cuban music with dancers <clears throat> and Afro Cuban music and show like that. Yeah, to like put up like a Tropicana show, like a show, right? Know? Like a Cuban theme shit. And uh, after we rehearse and we do all the shit, we have everything ready. So when I start doing my paperwork. Uh, my mom was already in the United States, uh -huh. and she already stayed in the United States. So you have to give in your your tune to the pastors and stuff like that. And uh -huh. the uh, the official government immigration office or whatever, they told them, no, no, this motherfucker can go out because his mom is gonna defect. You know, like I'm, I was uh -huh. like a like a high risk of defecting. Wow. So they have to they had to look for another bass player, like in so a few you knew weeks. for sure that you couldn't leave. Yeah, I couldn't leave. And after that, nobody nobody called me because why are they gonna spend so much time rehearsing? Yeah. Or doing all this work for to end up looking for another bass player, you know? Right. So my name was kind of like in the black list or whatever. Wow. The list of possible research, you know. Yeah. Even though I didn't have any any you know, any records of being a, any anti uh -huh. opposition group or anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, so people start looking out for their own interests in a way, you know, like say you know, right. So, so they trained you. They allowed you to train to be a performer, but they wouldn't allow you to make a living as a performer because you were. Uh, I guess so. You know, I guess it's, it's not like yeah. That's the thing. You have to do. That's why most of these bands, when they go out, they don't. They don't when they go out. For example, any of these famous bands, they go out and they ask any political questions. Outside, they they always pull the oh no I'm not a I'm not into politics I'm just an artist whatever. But yeah, when they yeah. are over there in Cuba, and the uh, government asking questions, they go full blown, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, revolution, you know. Right. Yeah, everything for the revolution, you know. They're like yeah. yeah you know? and, they, and when they ask them to play for cash or whatever, they can't say no. Why well, they can say no? I don't want to play for that also. You know? Yeah. So. That's I thought that we. Go ahead. No, that's what I. Uh, when I talk to Cubans that are a little too strict in that shit from here, mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. start blaming artists in Cuba and stuff, um, I say, but you have to think about it. Like, what are they going to do? What do you want them to do? Do you want them to, yeah. to go to jail? You know? Right. Some do. Yeah. Some do, like this kid. Some do, like right. this kid. Right. Yeah. You know? Of course, but yeah. Uh, but I understand their point of view too. Like, okay, you don't like politics, so don't talk politics outside, but don't talk politics inside. Here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because then you are like a, you are a tool for these people. You know? Right. Right. So 
You have to draw the I, line at some point. I thought those Brower interviews were interesting. Yeah, he didn't go political, right? Nah, he did not really too deeply. No. No, no, you can't. You can. You. you yeah. Th- this this is great. This is great uh, artist from Cuba too, from that era. Mm-hmm. But he was from the from the same movement as Silvio Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. It's actually one of the great great writers, and he's an amazing guitar player. It's like he plays guitar like he's a classical trained guitarist player, mm-hmm. but he never he never went to school for it. He just he just got that shit, you know. That shit wasn't him, you know. Yeah. He, he was like a self taught guy. Yeah. And uh, I'll say I'm gonna send you a link of this guy playing one of his most famous songs. Okay. Uh, which is uh, it's uh, this is famous poet. He he used his poet lyrics, and he just made music. You know, he just made a. Uh, version. Mm-hmm. He put music to his lyrics, and I'll send you the link to see how great he is. But anyways, he was very well respected in Cuba because he was part of that movement. And but then at some point he started making his music started changing, mm-hmm. and but nothing drastic, you know. But one time he went out of the country. And he was going to perform in a country on a festival where Celia Cruz was going to be performing. You know who Celia Cruz is, right? Yeah. Celia Cruz is the queen of salsa, okay? Right. Um, But she was always very open about the Cuban dictatorship. And he's like, go to the point to say, I'm never going back to Cuba unless the Castros are out. You know, she would Stuff say like that. that. Yeah, that's why okay. in Cuba they didn't play her music. I see. Never. Okay. On the radio, never. And the okay. rest of the world, she's the queen of the fucking salsa. Okay. <laughs> and in Cuba, right. they never play her music. Never. Wow. And everybody knows about Cuba. One of the reasons a lot of people knows about Cuba. It's because yeah. of her. Right. In all South America, you know, Mexico, everywhere. Everywhere in the world, yeah. in Europe. Everybody knows who she is. Yeah. Shit, when she passed away, I remember Howard Stern saying, fuck, I wish when I die, people laugh me like this because they walk around in all fucking United States. Every city of the United States, they have, they took her to every city pretty much. New York, Miami, Texas, everywhere, dude. Uh-huh. You know? And they did, like, a, a lot of... Anyways, so when this guy was going to perform at that festival, she was going to be there. So, of course, the press, they asked him about it. And he said, oh, that would be a great honor to share the stage and meet Celia Cruz, you know? Dude, that, that was all for him. That was said for him. He was in the top, his music in Cuba was in the top. It was really funny music, catchy, traditional music, but he found a way to, he has a great lyricist, he's a very uh, smart guy. His music was great. Yeah. After that interview, he came back to Cuba, and the Cubans fucking took everything from him. Wow. 
They took his band away, disarmed the band, he took it, fuck it, he ended up being, so after that, then he fucking said, fuck you, and he started writing music specifically against the government. <laughs> Most wow. of his music was specifically against the government. I'm surprised he's not dead. Wow. I'm surprised. But I'm pretty sure he has a lot of stories to tell you. If you ask him, tell me wow. how your music has been well received in, in your government or not. I'm pretty sure he's going to have a bunch of stories to tell. Is he still in about. Cuba? I think so. Wow. So. Yeah, his name is, I forgot his name. Uh, I remember later. I forgot his name. Oh, I forgot. Huh. Well, yeah, man. That's, that guy was interesting. Dude, he. He used to sing a song. It was called The Grandpa or something, but I think The Grandpa is meaning Castro. So mm -hmm. he, in his lyrics, saying like Castro, like his grandpa has a temper, and he's the, he's the, he's like, you know, the head of the household. If you don't do what he said, he has a gun, you know? Yeah. And the yeah. funny thing that he, before his shows, and I saw one of his shows because one of my good friends, they live in Miami. He used to play in his band when, every time he went to Miami to play. And mm -hmm. his band, um, he got me a ticket one time. And I remember that show, he grabbed the guitar yeah. before he started singing this song. And he grabbed his, his, tar, his guitar with one hand and by the neck of the guitar, right? And he started yeah. balancing the guitar and he would say, what do you think? Is it going to fall or it's going to stay? And everybody was like, yeah, you know, like, it's yeah. meaning the government. It's meaning castles, you know? Wow. And they I, let him I'm out. So they let him out to tour. Yeah. They let him out to go to, to Miami and shit. So I don't know, unless he's, unless he's one of those Trojan horses, you know? Yeah. Which is to be huh. a possibility too. But, that's really weird. Yeah. But like I said, in that Cuban issue between Cubans, you cannot be in the United States and say that the Cuban government is great or the system they have already is great because it's not. If you are here defending that shit in this country, you're you're fucking you work for them. Your spy, yeah. you work for them, or there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. What the fuck are you doing here then? You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Or the other... they blame the embargo. Well, that's another thing. They blame the embargo for everything. Yeah. You know? But... Well, that's what I was going to say about the embargo and the, and, the, and the special period and stuff. I watched the documentary that you sent me about the. You know when Castro sent the peop the criminals over in the eighties, yeah. the Scarface. What yeah. is that called? Mariel, the Mariel. Yeah. The so, Exodus, the ex Mariel Exodus, or whatever. Yeah. So watching interviews with those guys, I mean, those guys were talking like what they suffered from was fucking traumatic. Those guys. We're, yeah. we're not saying that it was okay. Even then, before the special period, even those guys were saying that they were suffering, you know, from 
PTSD, even though that word wasn't a word yet, but basically yeah. saying, talking about the trauma that they suffered. Yeah, he was, <clears throat> at those times they were putting people, basically, I don't know if they were still doing it, but it was only a few years back that they were uh, doing fire squats and so like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, prosecuting people for being gay. Right. You know? Right. One of these people, I think, in the documentary said, like, they weren't gay, but it's just to have an excuse to leave Cuba. You just go over there with another friend and say, hey, now we go, you want to leave the United States? All we need to do is just go over there and say we're gay, we kiss each other, fuck it, that's it. We're out. <laughs> As long as I'm getting the fuck out of here, I act like I'm gay. You know what I right. mean? Right. Yeah. And it happened. That shit happened yeah. because I heard about shit. Oh, I'm sure. I heard, I heard about shit. Like taking yeah. a picture of kissing another guy and show up and say, dude, I'm leaving this country because I'm gay. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, sure. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking. Michael. You know? right? Yeah. Yeah, Michael. So. So they were persecuting uh, people for all kind of shit, you know. It's, uh, yeah. But I, at that time, I was a kid, so you don't. When you're a kid, you don't really see that shit. No, I understand. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just saying because a lot of people will say, like, if somebody's listening to this, they'll say, "Yeah, well, the embargo, the special period, is the U.S.'s fault, and you know, not the Cuban government's fault." And but I was just saying, you know, the, the embargo, the the Russia, Russia was still you know, helping Cuba out at that time and they were still suffering. Yeah. No, you you could still, I remember you could still go to a little market that was, uh, <clears throat> and buy some ham. That was yeah. in the 80s, maybe? Uh-huh. <clears throat> Early 80s. You could still buy some yeah. ham. Try to buy some yeah. fucking ham in the 90s. That was out completely. Ham. Wow. To buy ham, Fuck yeah. yeah. You were lucky if you didn't find dude, they started coming that's why that, that that's why Cuban people now times have changed. But that's why Cuban people when they come here they get so fat. They start eating like a fucking pigs. Yeah. When we see meat and when we see all shit. Because let me tell you, over here now all these vegetarian people could tell you, Oh, soy, soy is great. In Cuba, they try to make us, that's all you could get, like some kind of like a um, ground beef, but it was like made out of soy. Uh-huh. And for us, we're like, it's okay if you want to have that choice, but it was yeah. not a choice. That's the only thing you have. And that's right. the thing. Like, it was a, I understand the embargo, and in uh -huh. a way, I'm against the embargo because in reality, there's another embargo, but it's like an inside job embargo. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> because this embargo that the United States sanctions Cuban with, it yeah. doesn't really hurt the elite in Cuba. It's right. only hurting the poor people. Well, because they the want to overthrow the government. That's why. Maybe, maybe that's why, but it looks like yeah. the, that's what the Cubans uh, have turned into for years, like, get used to it. And all they want to do is just survive. And that's yeah. why a lot of Cubans, a lot of Cuban uh, artists, for example, they write music about 
how much violence there is in Cuba. You know? Because a lot of yeah. people, when they go to Cuba, they love going to Cuba. They love it. Oh, right. the people are always smiling so positive. Yeah, that's the side that you're looking at. And because you hold dollars in your pockets. Yeah. And I don't, I don't say that everybody's a two-faced motherfucker, but it's like uh, politicians. The politicians have to live, so they have to play nice or, or, or car salesman. They have to yeah. smile. They have to say, how are you? Right. You know? Well, you, you know about you know about my friend Kate who went and she she did she didn't take your advice and she completely went underground <laughs> by herself. Yeah, immersed in the culture, um, had her cameras taken away or had the film taken out of her camera when she took a picture of a cop beating up a guy in the park, and she came back and told me that it was a prison. She didn't have anybody telling her to say that or anything. Like she, you know, that exactly. was exactly. So she saw. She saw what none of these people from the left yeah. that yeah. praised that regime so much. Yeah, she saw what any of these people have seen, and she saw it in what thirty seconds. Yeah, in thirty seconds, she saw what it was all about. Right. How can a cop can beat somebody and they can and they don't give a fuck where you're from. They take your camera, they take your shit. And mm-hmm. if she put a if she if she should have put a little resistance, mm-hmm. they would have beat the shit out of her too. Just yeah. smack her around and they put her in the fucking plane the same night and said, Do it out of the fuck out of here with your black yeah. eye. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the people that really know what's going on because they didn't went for the, you know, all these people that we know that we don't want to mention name or whatever. Yeah. They go over there and they say, Oh, I want to ask a few questions. They say, sure. Come over here. Let me show you, <laughs> you know, yeah. let yeah. me show you this hospital. Oh, this is great. Let me see how the kid, let me show you, let me take you to the school that day. Yeah. They, when they know Castro is going to that school with a reporter, uh-huh. From the United States, they uh, that day they gave kids chicken, you know. Wow! But then the next day, it's fucking rice with fucking bullshit. You know? <laughs> That's why in Cuba, in Cuba when we, we were kids at school, yeah, we said, uh, "Hey, what's for lunch today?" And we said, "The Three Musketeers." I said, "What's the Three Musketeers?" Of course, we already knew what it was, but three musketeers like rice, lentil, and eggs, which is and what? very healthy. Eggs. What? Oh, eggs. So rice, lentil, and eggs. I sometimes I fucking miss those lentils. Lentils are actually good for you. Actually, every time I yeah, go to yeah. Indian Indian restaurants, I always ask for lentils. I love it. Yeah, but. It's because I haven't had lentils in fucking 20 years. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah. But over there, it was every fucking day. So you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Every day is the same shit forever. And then when you right. go home, the same shit too. <laughs> like, imagine your mom cooking with all her love, you know? 
for when you come yeah. from school, and then when you come from school, you say, what the fuck, the same shit? <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> and your mom is all sad and say, oh, shit. I put all, I put all my love in this food, you know? And you're yeah. like, yeah, but fuck it. I'm tired of this bullshit. <laughs> Why can't we eat chicken? Why can't we eat fish? Yeah. You, in Cuba, in Cuba, you can eat lobster. You if cannot you have lobster. You cannot. Right. It's illegal. Wow. At least when I was there. It's I'm for pretty the sure now, right? In the elite. Oh, unless you are the elite or the tourists, exactly. If you're a tourist, you can have it, exactly. But you live in a fucking island. Yeah. Surrounded by fucking ocean, <laughs> and you can. If they catch you, if they catch you, uh, I don't know, fishing one of those fucking animals, you can go to jail for that shit. Damn, really? It's, it's against the law. Fuck, dude. it's against the law. If you That's eat that shit in your house, crazy. You bought a black market. That's, yeah. You never, ne I never saw a fucking lobster or a fucking shrimp in a market in Cuba. Never. When's the first time Every you had time. it? When I moved to LA. Really? Yeah, because my ex wife took me there. Damn, man. And let me tell you, I'm not a big fan of lobster. No, I know. I just mean, I just was curious. Yeah, but that yeah. was my first time. That was my first yeah. time. She took me yeah. to uh, this restaurant right here in Malibu. Uh -huh. It's a famous restaurant in Malibu, right there by the PCH. I uh -huh. forgot the name of it. She took me there, I remember. Wow. And I said, I never have lost her. She said, well, go for it. And I tried. I was like, wow, this is cool, whatever, you know. That was the first yeah. time. In Cuba, I never, I never went to a house that had one. I never tried one on a party, nothing. And none of shit. Wow. You, when, before the spare fish, uh, special period, whatever, before uh -huh. the 90s, you eat like, you know, you could have chicken or fish. They have a day for the chicken on the week. Mm -hmm. They sell you chicken one day. They have another day for the fish. Uh -huh. Or some shit like that, but so you have everything is on a little book, and okay, this month you have four pounds of rice. Bam, that's it. You took it today. You have to wait until the next month to get it. The next four pounds depends what on about how many snacks, people. snacks like like Cheetos or something? What? What? <laughs> Once in a while, you can find some shit like that, but. Cheetos. What? <laughs> Once in a while, you can buy like a fucking, uh, I don't know. That shit, you, I don't know. I don't even remember seeing any of that shit. Yeah. I was, I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah, no, they don't have gum. They don't have none of that shit. Now they have it, pretty sure. It's like the stores that sell on with dollars, you know? You have dollars in Cuba, you can find. But they sell you, that's another thing. You go to Cuba, they have the same prices or even more expensive than here. Ridiculous. That's yeah. what I heard. It's, it's ridiculous. You know? So, mm. yeah, it's, it's it's not, It's but my childhood was very um, innocent, you know, 
It was it was yeah. a great childhood, in my opinion. You know, yeah. We, you know, that's what I was telling my kids. Like, fuck, you don't barely see a fucking kid driving on a bicycle. You don't see here like a four or five kids together, like a little gang riding on a bicycle in this area around here. It's like over there in Cuba, yeah. we used to do. I I used to jump in my bicycle and just fucking go far, bro. Like with my yeah. friends, like. And go into construction sites and fuck around over there until we have people like kicking us out, you know. I'm pretty well, sure this still happens here, but in these rural areas, right? Right? Yeah. In the rural. Yeah, I I grew areas. up in 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 the country, and, and there was a lot yeah. of that where I grew up, for sure. That's how we grew up, like in a rural area in here now. Like, yeah, the kids they live and they go to a lake or they go to fuck around, and we yeah. throw eggs to the bus. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the stories you tell me about Cuba, like when we used to work together, you told me crazy stories where they always seemed like it was a much more innocent culture than ours. Yeah, it's, I don't know how is it right now, but it's, it was <clears throat> the only thing is that you grew up brain west in the school, you go to school, yeah. the whole communist, the same shit like the place of religion. Yeah, you know the place of uh, how's it called? The place of uh, how's that shit called here? Uh, the pledge, the the flag, sorry, or pledge of allegiance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have something yeah. like that. Which the people are here that criticize you and all that shit. Oh, you guys do the same shit. Oh, you put your hands on the thing. The same thing we did. Like that's why I don't. That's why I I I'm not. I'm not into national anthems and fucking saluting the flag. I'm not into that shit because yeah. I'm kind of like traumatized by that shit. When I see people with flags all the time, I feel like it's some kind of a brainwash to, you know? Yeah. The same thing they do with us over there in Cuba. Like In Cuba, they right. make Cuban things the best in the world. Yeah. You know? They make you and think they like you're shit, you know? And you and you have to say that you you will be like Shay, right? That's the the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our example. They what probably is the whole thing? Green. Uh, well, the whole thing is pioneros por el comunismo. Seremos como el Che. Fuck it. It's like saying the scholars for the communists. You know, we will be like Che. You know. Wow. That's the goal. I don't know if they still use it or not. It's funny because I was going to send you, somebody posted on Facebook on an old footage of a kid in one of those um, big galleries under in the Plaza of La Revolución, you know, uh-huh. in Cuba where they have all these official ceremonies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kid, like, reciting some poetry this is some fucking fucked up brainwashed poetry shit. Yeah. But the kid is so intense. Like, ah, ah, ah. and then he be like, oh, fucking revolution. And, you know, like some shit like that. And you see the yeah. whole people, the crowd, like, Whoa. it's like a fucking ACDC concert. Wow. Everybody going nuts, bro. It's like, wow. <clears throat> that's why that's, that's they used uh, Elian Gonzalez for when he came back. Sure. Cuba. Remember Elian Gonzalez? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
that's why they use him for over there. When he came back, he's like he was like a Fidel Castro's protege. Right. And now he's like an active I don't know. I haven't heard from him in a long time, but it looks like he's like an active uh propagandist for the government. You know? Yeah. Fucking... I saw some pictures of him and his wife. That's that's all I saw. Yeah, yeah, he's probably a grown ass man now. Yeah, it's amazing. Thirties. Yeah. Well, we talked about it before, but it's interesting, you know, because I never understood that whole thing really um, until I met you, and you said everybody knows that that the the dad wanted the kid to stay. Yeah, there's nothing he can do. There's nothing he could do yeah. to do all the. Because the government probably, <clears throat> the probably, you know, everybody's trying to leave Cuba, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> that doesn't mean that maybe, maybe there's one chance out of, mm-hmm. you know, of uh, 98 <laughs> that yeah. his dad didn't know yeah. that his mom was going to take his son with him, his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? There's a chance. It's a chance that he was being truthful. But this 98% that yeah. when that happened, Castro went and said, motherfucker, you need to step up and help yeah. take this kid back over here because it was a big commotion. If if nothing wouldn't happen and Elian Gonzalez would be another story and his mom didn't die and yeah. the people... If if he wouldn't become any story like that, it would be like any other Cuban that just came here, another kid that yeah. just came here. You know what I mean? Right. But because of what happened, then it's an, another example of the pe that what people in that country is willing to do to put their own kid's life at risk just to live a fucking hell. Right. Especially in a special period. Uh-huh. That was those were hard times. I don't know what's going on right now. <clears throat> I know they have yeah. cell phones. I hope they have shit that we didn't have. But you know, I, the only way people in Cuba are surviving is the, the people that have family outside of Cuba that send mm-hmm. them money. Right. Those are basically right. those are basically the people. Supporting the revolution, actually. Yeah, that's what I that's what I try to tell these Cubans from Miami. Yeah. You guys hate the the revolution so much, but it's because of you that fucking pets still around. Because yeah, understandable you want to help your family over there, but understandable you send the money over there, and when yeah. that money gets over there, if you send them real Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo, uh, the the Cuban Wells Fargo take a portion. And then the Cuban government takes a big fucking chunk, and then uh-huh. when they give to the family, there is bullshit, you know? Right. So you are helping the government, huh. but of course you can blame them because they have family. You want to help your family, if you, you know? If you let you yeah, and you have kids there, you know what I mean? Sure. But, you know, <clears throat> but it's, it's 
it's complicated, especially now with the shit that's going on. The way I see Cuban fighting each other or shit, I'm like, oh my god, this is insane. Well, you know, just just let those kids do their thing. You know what I mean? Whatever. I'm not. I I I share a bunch of those articles, a bunch of the stuff, but I'm not going crazy about it because I'm worried. I'm more worried about what's going on in my country and where my kids are going up. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Uh, we we have different problems than them, you know. We are we are better off than them, but we still have a lot of shit going on. And we're better off, but, but at the same time, like 19 million of us are in danger of becoming homeless in the next few months. Exactly. I mean, that's Dark the one thing. Ahead. Huh. There's dark times ahead. That's what I texted my ex-wife, and she's just like, "Don't be so dramatic." I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully they'll always need teachers, and she'll be okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. No, but the thing the thing is, like, for example, if she's a teacher. Yeah. She's a teacher, right? Yeah. She should be able to afford a house. She can't. Right. She's a she's a way better than me. Yeah. But she can afford a house. I'm pretty sure she has still a loan to pay for school. Yeah. You know? I'm pretty sure she have a bunch of shit to pay. You know what I mean? Sure. Because she lives in California. If if she moves to like I don't know. Dude, I have a friend. That's another thing. I have a friend, one of my good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, she moved to, she was living in North Carolina for a while, but with her family and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, <clears throat> but she doesn't like North Carolina. I understand why. Totally understand why. And yeah. uh, she moved to Albuquerque. And she's just going to buy a house now. For like a hundred thousand dollars or some shit. If you see yeah. a house, oh my god, it's like a fucking farm. I love it. Wow. It's Albuquerque. Like 100, yeah, in Albuquerque. It's like one hundred, right. two hundred thousand dollars. That yeah. house over here in LA, ah, that would be like, I don't know, bro, like fucking three millions or some shit like that. It's, yeah, that that is pretty amazing. Like, yeah, dude. But that's another thing about Pelosi. Everybody loves Pelosi. Not everybody, but all these assholes loving Pelosi. I'm like, just fucking here from California, bro. And this this state is the richest fucking country in the world, basically. You know? The seventh economy or the fifth economy in the world. And we have so much fucking homelessness and you can't afford. You can't afford a fucking house, dude. No, you're absolutely right. And 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 many people cannot. Many teachers cannot afford rent in the district where they teach, so they have to commute. People who live in San Francisco, I think Steph talked about people not being able to afford to in her district where she was a teacher, um, not being able to afford to live in the in the area where they taught i mean that's a very common thing no it's, it's i remember oh. when 
me and my mother the kid we were looking to buy houses and that was like a long time ago when i was, we were still married yeah okay yeah and we were going to the same experience like if you want to buy a being able to i'm talking about like 15 years ago or something like that yeah if you want to be able to afford a house we needed to move a way out of la like West Covina, shit like that, you know? Yeah. Which now is not that far away. And try to find a house now in West Covina, you see. Good luck with that shit. You know what I mean? That's why people have to move to Bakersfield. A lot of people are moving out of LA, I heard. I don't know. I know, man. Well, I have a friend who, she was, um, she's like on disability, she can't work. But but she can't pay rent on her disability, you know, like in L.A. She can't. So she left the country. She went to Thailand and found an apartment for like three hundred dollars or something like that. Beautiful apartment. And then she went to Vietnam. She went back and forth between Vietnam and Thailand. But everywhere she stayed is like a fucking resort. And with a swimming pool and like it's beautiful apartments. And yeah. now she's in Mexico and she's down by, you know, uh, where the tourists go. Baja and, California? Uh, huh? Like in Baja California or something? Yeah, I can't think of what was the place. Um, search for the sea where everybody goes. Um, Sinaloa? No. I can't think of a huh Cancun Cancun? yeah Yeah, yeah. she's down by Cancun I think and on the on the coast go ahead go ahead she's on the coast and she's she has an apartment it's three hundred dollars and it's pretty beautiful and so she's loving it down there like what the good thing about this COVID thing if it stays locked down is that people who have online jobs can live anywhere in the country in the world and still work their jobs. <laughs> that's the yeah, only good that, thing about it. So people with jobs in L people who live in LA who have jobs where they can work online can move to other cities and keep their jobs temporarily at least. I'm thinking about it, but I'm not going to do it anytime soon. But I think about how much more money I would have because I can't afford a house here, you know, <laughs> Who the fuck is gonna fuck your house here? Yeah. Fifty years ago, you could work in any. That's the thing. That's what I was talking to my other friends. Like, fifty years ago, you could be like working in a factory, whatever, in a fish factory. Doesn't fucking matter. You could, uh, for some reason, I don't know why, you could afford a house. And to get married, have. I don't know. Part 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 of it is that. Before women's lib, the man worked, the the woman stayed home, the man's salary yeah. could pay for a house and a car or whatever. And then yeah. when women got started to work, it just worked out that it took double, you know, two salaries to own a house and two salaries to own, you know, to have a family. And then pretty much like if you're, you know, one person couldn't do it, it had to be two. And that's part of it. It's just like they, that's just the way capitalism works, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's but, like. But, but 
that's that's what amazes me. It's like that nobody's able to tell me why something, why a lot of bread in 1996 was one dollar, and now it's four dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. Why? Why the milk was this much, and now it's this other much? What changed? The fucking cow? Well, well, you have to allow for inflation, so you have to do like actual value, which I don't know. People know how to do that calculation. I don't. But yeah. But I don't understand what. If you take away the inflation the part, it still went up. Everything went up. Yeah, everything goes up, but everything keeps going up and up and up, and it's like. And salaries do not. Exactly, salaries don't that's keep the up thing. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so when you tell them, why don't you pay us more? They come with yeah. this bogus bullshit. But then because they can, you know, they're going to do what they can. They're going to, it's like, it's like as soon as some drug comes out, that's, that's, um, will help you with COVID. They're going to make the price like a thousand dollars a pill or something. I mean, because they can, you know, it's like, they're going to do what they can with the market will bear exactly. or whatever. It's, it's just, there's no fucking regulation, you know? Uh, and that's what they do with the, with the, with the uh, gas, exactly. That's the same mentality, the same strategy they use with gasoline. It's like because they can yeah. today. My pump says three eleven. That's the cheapest yeah. one I found. Yeah. But in, in three days, it could be three seventeen. Yeah. With no explanations on why. That's what I'm not yeah. fucking understand. Well, Why can uh, they yeah, say I, you can only you know. go this high and that's it? Huh? <laughs> yeah, you're right. right. I know. Dylan Radigan could answer that question. <laughs> who? Dylan Radigan, the guy who goes on Jimmy's show all the time. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know, I know. Yeah. No, but even if he's playing to me, I'm like, I don't fucking understand. It's like a Chinese. I know. It's, I, know. I don't understand economics either. It's like... But the thing is, like, we are in this stock in this shit, and it's like, you motherfuckers need to do something. Or drop down prices, or pay us more, but we are, and that's what I'm saying, like, this whole COVID shit, I don't know. I want to see how far are they going to keep pushing these people. They're going to yeah, keep well, we're pushing. We're going to find out, man. We're going to find out. Yeah. But they're going to keep pushing to the, to the, to the point of, I think, to the point of, to put an example, we are going to be together, the left and the fucking Trumpsters. Yeah. We're going to be together fighting the, the, the system, bro. I think that's what's going to happen. At some point, at some point, if they keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, there's going to be a level that the people that have difference are going to find a common ground and said, fuck, we need to get together because it's you and, it's you and me now. You know what I mean? 
Well, that's that's what they don't want to happen, and that's why they create all these divisions. And, and I know they're going. They, uh, all I could say is, I bet they have a plan for that. <laughs> but yeah, we'll I don't see. doubt it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Like yesterday, I saw a video that Team Black posted mm-hmm. about the uh, that interview. There was an interview, and then all of a sudden, this guy is that owns. I think I mentioned it before today. No, I don't know. I don't. I forgot. The guy jumps in on an interview and says, fuck this shit. You, know, you haven't seen that video? It's like a, like a Trumpster. Whatever. Oh, he's yeah, talking you're about, mentioning it, but I didn't know what it was about. Yeah, it was about, this guy is doing like an interview or something, like a, some reporting, one of the uh-huh. channels, news, whatever, with microphone, blah, blah, blah. And this okay. guy comes in the background and starts yelling. And the guy uh-huh. is like, okay, what is it? Oh, what's going on? No, this motherfucker, they have a, and that, that guy starts complaining. And he starts saying, you, you guys are loving us down, but it's like, you know, at the end, he goes off the rail. You know, all the patriots are going to come and support me. And he, he already, you can tell, I didn't finish the whole thing, but you can tell he was going in that rail of, you know, patriotism and whatever, you know. like. But I could, the first beginning of his thing was like a, the beginning of his speech was like understandable. It was like frustration yeah. of, you want us to be in our houses, but you need to, you know, we need to, yeah. We can't stay in our houses forever without money and without food. Exactly. So, and it's just die in our houses. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, what the fuck do you guys want? Yeah. I already, I I, I really, go ahead, go ahead. I think the plan is genocide, man. The ultimate, the ultimate plan for climate change is genocide. That's how they're going to handle Climate change, fucking genocide. There's just going to be a few of them left, and they'll they probably think it'll be fine. Do you think they're trying to like using this as a like a population control and shit? I, I don't know if that's the, the the direct plan, or but I think the ultimate plan for climate change is is that, yeah. That's what that's what I think because they're not going to do anything. They don't seem like they're ever going to do anything, and so they have to have a plan. It must be the plan. Yeah, but I don't know yeah, that really, it's related to that. I just think that they don't give a fuck. Like they don't give a fuck. You know, they clearly don't give a fuck about human. Yeah, life. no, they don't give a fuck. I'm so, pretty sure they already have a place to stay. The only reason I'm they do sure. something is. Is is to protect their own asses if things got to where there was going to be some kind of revolution. So, I just don't know that they're that scared. But you know, I heard an interview. Um, I don't know if it was the interview with Jimmy, where the guy said they're obviously scared because they wouldn't respond because they do so much to um, divide us and. They they do so much to stop us from having a revolution that they must be scared that that we could do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. they still are scared of. I don't know, he gave a good example. Whoever it was gave a good example of of them demonstrating the elites demonstrating that they are scared of the people. But um, I don't know. 
I don't know that I guess it just needs to become enough of a threat to where they, they give us something. And, you know, maybe they will. Maybe Joe Biden will give us a stimulus. Maybe Joe Biden will give us, uh, you know, help people out. I don't know. Yeah. Let's Every see, other country is. Happens. You look at the list of countries, America's the only one who hasn't helped the people out. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Check this out. I already have an asshole comment, commenting in my post. I I posted uh, this uh, Joe Biden tweet that Ron Placone responded uh-huh. to. And the Biden tweet says, my dad used to say, Joey, I don't expect the government to solve my problems, but I expect it to understand my problems. And Ron Placone responded, we pay your salary, you fucking asshole. We don't need you. We don't need you to understand. We need you to hold up your end of the bargain. And nice. then this asshole that I always come to my page came and commented. He doesn't get salary until January, LOL, you know? I'm like, oh, wow. Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what, a, what a fucking dumbass. <laughs> what a dumbass. That's what I should write. What a dumbass. I, I should go on the offensive completely, like this Cuban college show, fucking fuckers and shit, you know? I should yeah. go on the complete offense. And please fuck you, asshole. Get the fuck out of my page. Let's <laughs> just ignore him. Wow. Like yesterday, this asshole defending fucking Pelosi. Like, oh, yeah. Just... Anyways. Yeah, dude. Well, I like Jimmy's plan of of trying to get the squad and all the all the progressives to withhold their vote for Pelosi in exchange for uh, unless she promises to take get put Medicare for all up for a vote to a vote. It's interesting. Everybody says he doesn't I... have any ideas. Huh? Every you know, people are always telling him he doesn't have any ideas, and he's full of ideas. So it's kind of interesting. Well, I think that's a brilliant idea, and I think I and I hope that these ladies are these ladies. <laughs> that's how Bill Burr always every time he wor- he mentioned the word ladies, he uh-huh. always go like this. I was talking to these ladies. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So I hope these ladies have seen this tweet, and I hope they do something like that because that would that would help a lot if they would go well, to Pelosi and say, "You fucking give us Medicare for all, or we're not voting for you." Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're not. I don't think they're going to do it, but I, I mean, it definitely it it. Gives them a it it shows an example of them not doing what they're supposed to do. You know, it's it's exactly. it's uncomfortable, it's hard, but that's your job. You're supposed to fight for yeah. people, especially when you're taking the people's money. You're taking the people's money, and you're not going to fight for the people. Like this is what fighting is. This is an example of what fighting for. This is what you're supposed to do. That's why you make three hundred thousand dollars a year, or whatever you make, and have 
security and all this shit. So healthcare. And so, you know, if, if they don't do it, which I doubt they will, it's, you know, he's pretty much proving the point that, um, that there's no sense in in electing a progressive in, in uh, exactly exactly there's no sense yeah hopefully finally we learn the lesson of we have to stay away from the democratic party yeah and and it only took us four years to learn years. the lesson huh four eight no eight well. You know, the progressive sort of awakening. I mean, I used to use the word progressive in, you know, 2004, 2005. That's when I first learned what it was. and I identified as one. But there was nobody, like there was no progressives. All of a sudden, Bernie Sanders, like, made it a household name. And millions of people now consider themselves progressive. And so now, I think, it happened pretty fast that that we were able to, to prove that, you know, and the whole not taking corporate money thing, I mean, I think John Edwards did it in 2004. Maybe Kucinich did it. Um, but they were so yeah. small. Like, Kucinich was such a small candidate. Like, it didn't catch on until Bernie. So then we had the, you know, the Justice Democrats. And that was a huge thing. I mean, I was so, I was very excited about the Justice Democrats. And um, very quickly it fell apart, man. It's done, you know. Yeah. Good we didn't spend 20 years on it. Because we could have, you well, know. That's, yeah, I know. Yeah, and some people still want to keep trying, trying on the Democratic Party. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of progressives who who still want to keep electing, you know, Justice Democrats. They're still doing their thing and our revolution, yeah. and you know, it's like. But hopefully enough people get it that we can step out of it and do the third party thing for whatever that's worth. Hopefully, wow. hopefully it doesn't take 20 years to learn that lesson. Maybe we can figure it out in a couple of years if it's going to work or not and move on if it doesn't, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, it's good talking to you, man. Nice, bro. Yeah, we made another. We've been trying to do. Did we cover everything that we needed to cover? I think so. Yeah. I had a list on my computer of stuff, but not a list, but I had like things that I tweeted. But I think we did a good one. I, I like the Cuba stuff. It's, it's really, really fascinating. Yeah, I hope, I hope uh, this is uh, something that's starting. I've never seen anything like that before for so long, like yeah. happening in Cuba just like that. So yeah. it looks like the young people it did like everything. It's the young people. That's what I was telling my kids. I was telling my kids yesterday. I was like, it's going to be up to you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way I see it, it's going to be up to you guys. Your generation yeah. are the ones that, you know. So young people are the ones that change. It's like we need to get rid of all these fucking people in the Congress that are like 100 years old, bro. Move on. Yeah. You know, times are changing and, and and hopefully it's up to these guys that make 
finally can find to that point where they can make illegal uh, all these lobbyists and Congress and shit like that. You know what I mean? Make that shit illegal. You cannot lobby for any of these corporations. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's going to yeah. take, for, I don't know, that's basically, I don't know, it's basically the core of this government. I don't know. Like this yeah, I think the, so. I think you're right. You know? But yeah. at least if they start changing the unit generations, you know what I mean? Because now everything is changing. Now everything is digital, everything is technology, like try to bring these people in. Yeah. And with these ideas and stuff, you know, like young people, man, like all this, Mitchell yeah. McConnell, that motherfucker, that motherfucker needs to go too. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too, man. I mean, it's like, wait till you get a real Republican in there. Um, and see the damage that they do compared to Trump. I mean, people acted like Trump was like the the devil. I mean, wait till you get someone like him or someone like, you know, I can't think of the guy's name. I'm trying to, but some of these like hardcore, like Tea Party Republicans, like this. Well, I don't pants. know, man. Mike Pence. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be any better than Trump, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. It's probably going to be a lot worse. Yeah. And I think Biden yeah, but that's, going to be a lot worse. Exactly. That's the thing. That's like, either of these pockets are going to be crazy. Yeah. Gonna be like yeah. A, so we need, like, the People's Party. Did you hear Biden's slip where he said, or I don't even know if there's a slip, where he said, like, I'm going to make up a disease and and say that I uh, said I have to retire. What? <laughs> no. Did you said that yeah. in an interview. Yes. <laughs> Do you have that link somewhere? Send it to me. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, everybody's wondering, like, did he say it on purpose? Because, like, is it one of those like leaking something before it happens kind of thing? Because he's. He said weird shit like that before, like, you know, like I'm I'm Kamala's running mate, and you know, like uh, I, he's he's alluded to things where where she's really the one wearing the pants, and now he said like, you know, I'll just make up the that I have a disease and and have to, oh, and I'll say I have to retire. Oh my god! It was a this? question like, what if what if you get into a situation where you guys don't agree or something? I can't remember what the question it's was, but. Is that is that the video of uh, besides I I I saw something on uh, I think Jimmy Dore retweeted some video of him saying some shit, but I couldn't understand what it was because I was in the phone, but I didn't have my headphones on. Well, if so if it, Jimmy played it, I didn't I didn't hear it. I uh, Ashley played it for me. I don't know where she got it. Oh, okay. Well, if you find it, send it to me because I want to check that shit out. I will. I'm going to ask her. I'll ask her when I go up to to send it to me. So he goes out and he just, once in a while, he just come up with some crazy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she's called it the Harris-Biden administration and he's said, like, I'm her running mate and he's made other comments that made it seem like she was wearing the pants and he goes, you think I'm kidding? And now he said this, like, I'll just make up 
I'll just say I have a disease and retire. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Pretty bizarre. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. <clears throat> but he's just, you know, he always going out his bullshit. I know. It could be nothing, because he's also referring to Obama. He was referring to the Obama administration, and he said, I'll just do this. He said he took... He may have said he told Obama that. So, I don't know. Well, you can hear it and see what... what yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's That's interesting. Now. Yeah, he's a character, all right. Well, get you know some what rest. I mean? huh? All right, brother. Yeah. All right, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Good talking to you, bro. Hey, bro. What's up, bro? Have this and, bros. Uh, <laughs> huh? And we'll do it again soon. For sure, man. Hopefully right. we can play again soon, bro. Shit, I'm gonna call um Ramses to see what's up with him. Yeah. So everything is over. He's probably dying to play, dude. Yeah. Like, I'll bet. I'll Welcome bet. to the club. Shit. Right. Anyways. Well, All right, brother. Tell him I said hi when you talk to him. For sure, man. All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon, man. Oh. All right, brother. Have a good night. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye.